Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News talking about the Max Payne remakes and sort of asking the question, why more remakes? Is this a good thing, bad thing? Is this just sort of indicative of where the industry is now? If you didn't catch me live, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these live streams. If you continue to watch the VODs when I'm not live, I appreciate that support. Don't forget to check out all the links below supporting the various sponsors or maybe consider doing a membership. We are bringing members-only content to the channel now on Thursday afternoons and Friday nights. So the daily two streams a day is not changing. We're trying to add more content for those members or maybe to get some of you to consider doing membership. So what's going on with Max Payne? What exactly is the deal? I try to give you guys a quick rundown right here at the beginning. I usually go over to a scene and say, hey, this is a Reforge update. We've already covered this on Reforge updates. I wanted to use this as a springboard to talk and gauge interest. Are you interested in the Max Payne remake? Do you think this is, you know, a potential problem that we're also sort of seeing in the movie industry? If you miss the news, Remedy and Rockstar Games have announced they will be remaking Max Payne and Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne. Uh, So my question is, why more remakes? Why this one in particular? Now, if I was to argue in favor of this, I would say, listen, this is one of the first ever sort of player-initiated bullet slow-mo, slow-mo interactions. It's a great game to bring back and give the latest treatment, especially if you've played any games as of late, whether you played Jedi Fallen Order or Control. Control took a lot of the great mechanics from Quantum Break and created, I think, a really excellent game. So who better to handle a franchise with player-initiated slow-mo than Remedy? So I think I can defend the idea of if you're going to go back and reboot a franchise, this is actually one that is sort of deserving of a remake right now. The question, I guess, would be why not just do another Max Payne, probably because the nostalgia factor is going to be stronger than just trying to do a sequel, because many people might be like, well, why would I want to play a new Max Payne? What what or who is Max Payne? Franchise reboots have seemingly taken over the movie industry. It's just sort of more of the same franchise or just going back and repurposing it, and there's a lot in movies right now with a lot of just, hey, let's just reboot it and just swap what the characters look like to try to really get new audience audience members. I, I, I watched a video recently where a guy begged Hollywood to not reboot Back to the Future and does does that sort of mentality coming from both publishers and who's spending the money, is that sort of starting to come over to video games like, hey, let's just go with established franchises. Let's just go with what we know works because it's so hard to launch new IPs right now. One of the primary questions I have about Max Payne is, will it age well? How much will they have to do to this game to make it interesting, to make it enjoyable and playable in 2022 or 3 or wherever it ends up landing? How much will they have to change? Will the fundamentals of the game need to be completely reworked and tweaked? Will it end up feeling like a very different game? Is there a danger in always looking back? That's kind of what I wanted to springboard into today's discussion with, ask the live audience number one are you interested in the game and number two 
is there a concern that this is going to become the new norm for video games because the cost is so high let's just start dealing in reboots the other you know potential question is are they just going to start trying to grab onto very big franchises as they did with marvel avengers not necessarily that remedy and rockstar did this but game companies will start to think well let's just grab a big franchise and do what we can with it we're already hearing worrisome things about star wars eclipse you know sort of hoping that the name alone could get the the game to sell well so that's what we're going to be discussing today again if you weren't here for the live stream make sure and hit subscribe make sure and hit the bell button if you've not been seeing my streams i know youtube has been kind of fiddling with the ui basically the way the website and the app looks it's affecting live streams showing up in your suggested feed or sort of your feed of like where you typically find me. So always check your subscriptions feed or just check my channel if you're wanting, you know, to catch my streams every day. Because we're live every day. We go live in the morning, then we do another show in the afternoon, then we head over to Reforge Radio. This afternoon on Reforge Radio, we will be talking about the continual sort of cancellation of Will Smith as he received a 10-year ban from the Oscars. I don't like getting into celebrity drama, but I think it's an interesting thing to discuss as to why consequences are being so ratcheted up for such minor offenses. We talk about more serious issues on Reforge Radio. That way we can kind of keep things free and moving here. Kind of light and breezy. We don't want the gaming channel to get bogged down with serious issues happening in the world or culture or politics. That's what Reforge Radio is for. If you are a current member, you may have caught the stream. My wife and I played Star Wars... Uh, the Lego Star Wars game Skywalker Saga on a Friday night. We were going to move the Friday night shows over to Reforge First Look, but we decided it's a perfect time with Hilly needing to step away from Friday nights because it was just interfering too much with his schedule and his family life, and we support him in that choice wholeheartedly. That transition into bringing my wife into the show, it just made sense that, hey, we're trying to get members. We, we, we weren't seeing new membership on the channel. We were seeing membership loss. So on Friday nights, if you're a paying member, you can watch that. Uh, or you can just watch the VOD later. And we're going to be adding a Thursday afternoon Q&A session here on gaming. If throughout the week there's another gaming topic or your opinion or hot take on something gaming related that I'm not presently talking about, as a member, you can use the question command during the live stream. It'll hit, uh, it'll hit like a database feed. And we will comb through that every Thursday in a members only stream so we hope you guys enjoy that Eugene renewed his membership for eight months and Ink Sanity renewed his membership as well thank you guys for doing that if you've been watching this show for a while and this channel for a while and have never considered doing a membership we're trying to give people good reason to consider pressing that button and sort of crossing over into support because we've been doing this for six months and we feel now is the appropriate time to do that so let's get a poll going for today's subject Max Payne remakes are you interested that's all I want to know yes or no when it comes to the Max Payne remakes are you interested yes or no Uh, gaming news is a little light right now so this afternoon we're going to be doing uh, we're going to try we haven't done this in a while 
we're going to do an afternoon show about three topics instead of just one. We'll be covering the Halo Infinite Season 2 news. Joseph Staten had some hints on Twitter. Also, the Metroid Dread boss rush, as well as Returnal finally bagging a game of the year, as well as some other reward, uh, other awards at the BAFTAs. So be sure to check that VOD if you're watching this back as a replay, or be sure to be here this afternoon for that. And let's try to get our likes to the first 100 likes. 40 more likes, and we'll be at the first 100 for the day. Uh, it really helps the channel if you do your daily ritual. Come in, say good morning, smash like, take the poll. That communicates to YouTube that you're enjoying the content. Especially if you just lurk, always make sure to kind of hit those data points every day. It helps us out. Uh, back to back to the future, says somebody. Uh, let's see here. What did you say? The future is the history easy cash grab, right? And, you know, you know, Barrier with eight months. Good morning, Lono Binks and chat. Thank you so much. Uh, just in case you guys didn't see it in the Discord, Barrier asked, he, he, he made this as a request. He no longer wanted to be a mod. Uh, just really felt like it was it was affecting his ability to just be sort of a normal community member. So <clears throat> nothing happens. No, there was no drama. There was no fight. Barrier was just like, you know, I kind of want to go back to being a normal community member. It was probably the, one of the recent conversations about why we don't make certain people mods because we want them to kind of stay as a normal community member may have really pushed him to that feeling even more. And uh, so we will... Uh, we'll... <laughs> We'll continue to analyze whether or not we need mods. Myself and Creature, you know, I I handle it, I think, pretty well by myself most days anyway. uh, So we're not necessarily looking for, like, mod applicants right now. Uh, Everybody loves a remake, uh, says Derek, when it's a game that they love and they want to have modernized. People complain when it's not a game they care about. Even Skyrim was re-released 20 times before we all got sick of it. Uh, yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. What's good, Hilly? Good morning. Good morning to everybody. Welcome into another day, another show uh, here on Reforge Gaming. Techno says, I think the Max Payne remakes are to test the waters for another game, like Ratchet and Clank remake success, and then it greenlit Rift Apart. That's actually a pretty good observation, because if you were going to continue the Max Payne franchise, I actually think Remedy is a perfect company to handle the property. Legend status says, to be honest, I wasn't that interested in the original Max Payne game, so the remakes aren't uh, doing much for me. Well, the poll is off to a pretty even split. Our first 100 votes have already come in on the poll, and it's a 49 to 51%. So split right down the middle between yes and no. Max Payne remakes. Are you interested? Yo, good morning, Hex. How are you? Never played the original. Wabi Sabi says, I think I disagree with that on principle. I think beloved franchises are better left alone more often than not. They tend to screw these things up being the primary reason. I actually think Remedy is the right pick, though. Like, if it was just some random developer, I might be more concerned. I was more concerned industry-wide. Like, is this where we're headed? Are we going to be seeing a consistent push for just remakes of classics or just, hey, let's just keep doubling down on existing franchises. Creature says, I think they'll test the waters with remakes if they do well, new Max Payne. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, some of the strongest game titles are centered around a person, like centered around a character, and that's where Max Payne could potentially come in and do very well. I would actually, as I was just getting ready to say this, Reckless says, I'd rather see a Splinter Cell reboot or remake. I actually agree with that. I was 100% on the tip of my tongue going to say, 
I think one of the central games with a central character that's iconic and memorable and 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 deserves some modern treatment is Splinter Cell. I think Splinter Cell could be amazing in the modern in the modern landscape. Really make it open world, really make it action adventure, create that wonderful hybrid of melee combat, stealth, you know, gadget, you know, what would you call that? Gadget oriented, you know, uh, missions. ADJC says, I've never played them, but I think it's better to leave them as they were. Remakes don't always pan out as people hope, such as Saints Row. The entire world wants Splinter Cell. Yo, good morning, Dan's Atastic. I'm all for remakes, says 809 Lion. It allows a developer to test the level of popularity of the property before moving forward with a sequel. That's what the theory is going. Techno threw that theory out, and a lot of you are saying that you think that's what's going on. Command and Conquer Remake and Diablo 2 for me were the only remakes I wanted and both were amazing. Not interested anymore. Yeah, and see, the funny thing is, I thought the Diablo 2 Remake was just so... It was such a short... It was such a half measure to me. It was a half measure because they made Diablo 2 look beautiful, but they didn't modernize any of the inventory systems, so it was incredibly frustrating. Sandy says, Max Payne is just for sure a good choice for this era of ray tracing. I think the bullet time mechanics are a good test bed to push, a good test bed to push lighting tech further. Uh, 100% agree on the Splinter Cell remake, says Gamer Plays. I used to be, it used to be one of my favorites and needs some love. I can't wait to get the coffee from last week. Yes, thank you for ordering the coffee. We're really appreciative of the coffee orders uh, I printed all the labels last night, so we had some on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We had orders all throughout the weekend. We put those orders through. Always remember, you can support this channel in a variety of ways, and ordering coffee or considering doing a membership is one of them. If you're a member right now, all throughout the week, you can use the question command to submit questions, opinions, or hot takes that I have to interact with on a Thursday members-only stream For now, we're going to be calling it like the Thursday throwdown. Reason we're doing this is sometimes throughout the week, you really want to see me talk about a given subject or topic, but it's not what we're discussing. And it's so outside of the, you know, outside of the field of play that I end up not really giving you a good answer. That's what Thursdays are for. We're glad to see people responding to the members only initiatives that we're doing just a few things every week. An extra stream Thursday afternoon and Friday night. That's all we're doing for now. And the Friday night stream is with my wife. Yo, Nick, thank you so much. The first new member of the day. Welcome to Reforged Gaming. Enjoy all those perks and extra content. We appreciate it. Yo, good morning, Blindful Truth. Wasn't able to make it a Friday night. How uh, did the members only streams go? It seems that, number one, we didn't lose any subs. That was the most encouraging thing. I thought we were going to tick people off Friday night because we went live as a normal stream to let everybody know what we were doing, and then we switched it over, and we didn't lose any subs. That's what I thought was... We thought that might happen, and it didn't. And we saw lots of people renew and jump in. So, very, very pleased uh, with the results so far. We we literally just randomly threw that together. Uh, Also... This is one more member perk for Reforge Gaming. Once a month, the Friday night stream will be dedicated to the community instead of me just playing with my wife. We will be all playing something together. So you need to write this one down and we need to consistently like let people know this. The 22nd, right? The 22nd Friday of this month, Friday, April 22nd, 
Fortnite no build squads. We know that you might not like Fortnite, but it's free and the no build is fun, uh, especially especially with squads and drinks. All right, so make sure you set aside Friday, April twenty second. Every month we will let you know which Friday we choose and which game that we're choosing. And it's for members only, all right? It's a members only stream and it's a members only initiative. So once a month, we will do that. Make sure you're all installed and updated. We'll continually announce that. We'll probably come up with a, a, a command too so you can consistently come in and be like, oh, what, what's the what's the game and date this month? Um, we'll probably just use command game night. Uh, also, there will be some coffee and merch incentives coming soon for members, okay? So if you're already a member or considering doing membership, there will be coffee and merch incentives very soon. So thank you so much for that. Astro Candy renewing their membership for eight months and five months from life flows. Listening to Madam tear into Lono's feelings makes the membership worth it. <laughs> yeah, Friday nights can get a little spicy. My wife is very harsh. She, she cuts me deep. In a good way, in a good way. It's fun, it's fun. So hopefully you guys are enjoying everything uh, that we're doing. Let's just do this. Let's do Adcom uh, Game Night. This month's uh, members only game night. Uh, Let's see. Will be April... uh, Friday. Will be Friday, April 22nd. Playing Fortnite no build squads add com game night we might have to edit com game night might already be a command i don't know so if you're ever wanting to know what what which game we're playing and what date game night's falling on uh use the game night command if people come in and ask that's another member incentive so we're again we're trying to add things not take away you're still going to get your monday through friday streams without needing to be a member okay we love our lurkers our listeners we love our non-members but we really need membership to climb and the only way to do that is with membership incentives and we have been doing this for six months with zero membership incentives so now that reforge gaming and reforge radio have distinct identities that's the call over on reforge radio there's a weekly afternoon stream with my wife that's members only where she will answer your questions about all the topics that we covered that week so it would be really cool eventually if you can do bundles yeah 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 we're looking into all that ADJC all of that the paladin oh the last paladin says i never played through max Payne, and i doubt i would ever go back to play the old games having a remake does make me interested to check it out i actually was considering that a little bit ago and i I didn't say anything but i was making i wonder if there are people who have never played max Payne, and they're like look man these max Payne remakes i'll check it out like i'll actually dive in for the first time ever and i i could see that being a driver right to, to say listen who wants to go back and play a super ancient old game that's going to look poor run poor you know especially on the the gaming the average gaming rig of today you might not even enjoy it it might feel really dated and bad you know it, it might run poorly it might it might need uh, you know all kind of rollbacks and finagling to get it to work Derek says, as much as I hate Nintendo these days, all three of their biggest franchises have had 100% excellent remakes, upgrades, also Resident Evil, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted, uh, ActRaiser, all excellent. Yeah, I'm not so sure what remakes... Oh yeah, are you thinking of like Zelda uh, Link's Awakening was one of the remakes I played recently from, from Nintendo. 
Distorted said, I heard Max Payne was good back in the day. They didn't really interest me then, and I'm not interested in if they remake them now either. The Demon Souls remake was very cool. That's a good one to bring up, uh, DJ Chimera. I, I, I agree with that. I've never played and I'm still not interested, said Sorcerer of Havoc. Jacob says, when the Max Payne remake makes it to PC, I'll for sure pick it up on Steam. Are they going to do a remake of Dead Space? Yeah, isn't that a remake? It's not a new Dead Space. Aren't they remaking the original Dead Space, basically? As far as I know. Murph Dog says, Neither have I, but judging how good control felt with movement, I think Max Payne will feel just as good food for thought. I do think if there is one element of this, if there is one game that has me convinced that this will work, it's control. If you haven't played Control yet, you really need to. I think I think that is one of the better games as of late that decided to do something completely new and fresh. Uh, I understand that a lot of what they were doing was pulling from Quantum Break, which gave them, I think, a slight advantage. There were already movements, mechanic, and combat systems that they could kind of pull from. But I do think the Max Payne remakes will benefit significantly from everything they learned from Control, everything they kind of saw and did with those games. I I think Remedy is the right choice. If you're going to do a game with sort of like that unique, slow-down, bullet-timed thing, I I think they can do it. We need to specify remakes versus remasters. Right, so like a remake is when they go through and completely overhaul everything. It feels and looks like a completely new game. And at its core, yes, it is the same game, but they've been completely, it's been completely remade. Yeah, a remaster is when they go through and like up up the resolution, make the textures a little bit prettier, and maybe give you a better resolution and frame rate. But they're not remaking the game. So it can be done. Link's Awakening... WWHD, the 3DS Ocarina and Majora, Metroid Zero, Prime Wii, Mario All-Stars. It's actually remarkable how excellent they were. The latest Mario Party, they went back and grabbed old boards from original Mario Parties on the 64. They even show you the old boards and graphics when you pick one. It's actually kind of cool. Control was such a great game. Only game I had more fun with than Control is Elden Ring. Yeah, I thought Control was really good. I wish I was in. A, I wish I would have been in a place as a content creator to really plow through and enjoy all the DLC. I kind of had to go quickly, and then I know they did more because they started giving her more abilities. So, do you plan on covering the Kingdom Hearts announcements? I, 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 I don't necessarily know. This is one of the struggles we're having right now. Is I want the show to be really good. But it can't be good if I'm just, like, parroting an announcement. I need an opinion. I need, like, a debate or a discussion point. And Kingdom Hearts, I have, like, nothing to say about that franchise. I've never played it. I don't find them to be interesting when I see the gameplay. And so when they make an announcement, it's like, that might hit, you know, Reforge updates. Because that's what updates is designed for. Really quick little four-minute, hey, you know... Here's this thing that got announced. 
this channel needs to be more talk show oriented. So that's why with this Max Payne thing, I was like, all right, let's ask the question. Why more remakes? Is this indicative of the of the industry heading into a rut where we're just going to keep doing remakes, kind of like they've done in the film industry? Is this a good choice, bad choice? You know, no, And as the question is asking at the top of the chat, Max Payne remakes, are you interested? 200 votes already and more people are saying no. It's still split down the middle, but more people are saying no. 54 to 46. Yo, what's good, Light Leap? Finally, uh, move finally behind me, crazy few weeks. Oh, man, moving is a, is a, such a headache. Kingpin says it's called milking a franchise. This doesn't feel like milking, though. I mean, when was the last Max Payne? Do you know? This is a Reforge update. Kingdom Hearts. I have nothing to say about this. Thanks for watching the video. I wonder if every once in a while we should just do a total joke. Really short. six, Like one, one to one and a half minute update. <laughs> we wouldn't make any money on it, but we might get a lot of subs because they'd be like, this is pretty funny. We should consider that. This is a Reforge update. Kingdom Hearts has announced it's coming out with a 20th anniversary and I can't find a single bone in my body that cares. All right. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the next one. (laughs) Just totally, just totally trigger that whole audience. The last Max Payne was in 2012. Yeah, I think a decade is long enough to say, hey, this is probably the perfect game to remake right now, you know? Like, the the, the bullet time, the slow-mo, the... It, listen, Max Payne's pretty stereotypical and cliche, too, right? Dominic, with eight months of membership, welcome back in to Reforge Gaming. Good morning, Lono and Chat. Thank you, Dominic. Guys, don't forget... If your membership is no longer active or you've never done a membership here before, we have added for the first time ever membership incentives. A Friday night stream with my wife. Once a month, we'll do a game night. You can use the game night command to see what game and what night we're doing that where you can play and watch as a member. And then every Thursday afternoon, we're calling it the Thursday Throwdown where you can have like a Q&A session with me about any gaming topics or questions. If you have an opinion or hot take, that's going to be another thing for members. Now, the two, the Monday through Friday, two streams a day, we're not changing that. You're not losing any content. So don't worry if you think that I'm going to suddenly start taking content away from you. That's not what we're doing. We're adding more. Darth Nihilus with four months of membership. Welcome back in. Pug says, good morning, Lono. Uh, I'm going for LASIK surgery on my eyes this afternoon. Uh, freaking, freaking out. So nervous. I mean, if it was, a, if it was five years ago, Pugs... I'd be right, right there with you, but my gosh, like this is probably to them like trimming your toenails. I mean, they, they, this is something they do all the time. It's so so common and safe, and yeah, you're you'll be fine, bro. You'll be fine. Uh, it's a remake and not a remaster. It was revolutionary for the time. See, I think Moe's right. Like, I think it's important to number one say, look, it's a remake, not a remaster, and number two, this is a game to remake. It's a it's a revolutionary game. Like it, 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 it's it's groundbreaking. So it's it's worthy of a remake. Are there any other games you could think of from back then that you think, man, this game was monumental at the time? It really needs to be remade, right? I, I'm trying to think of any that that I that, that I felt were so so good for the time. Max Payne certainly certainly did things before anybody else which I think has to be considered 
Max Payne was groundbreaking when it came out, says Kingpin. Um, Goldeneye. See, that's the that's the challenge, is if you go back far enough, it's kind of like, yeah, but why? Right? Super Mario Tennis. Like, you say Goldeneye, and I cannot argue against how important Goldeneye is as a title. I cannot argue against it. You are 100% correct. Goldeneye was hugely influential, okay? However, I'm just kind of like, yeah, but is that too long ago? Like, if you go back too far, let's give an example, okay? Ocarina of Time, or Ocarina. How am I supposed to say it? I got lectured on this the other day. Ocarina? Who the frick cares? The Ocarina of Time. Just to trigger everybody. The, if they were to remake that right now, at the level of Breath of the Wild's graphical fidelity, and have it look really great, okay? I don't think it would, I don't think it would age as well as just doing another Breath of the Wild. It's just, it's gone, it's so old that I think you lose depth and size. That's part of the problem. GoldenEye's already been remastered. That's the other thing with GoldenEye as a, as a choice. It's hard to choose GoldenEye because there's been fan-made remasters and other remasters like left and right. You know what I'm saying? Imagine a reboot of Time Splitters. It would be dope with that franchise and Portal had a baby. See, but as you're saying that, I'm like, I don't, I don't need a Time Splitters remake. I just need another Time Splitters. Army of Two, I want that remade. See, but again, I like I think certain games, you're better off just doing another one. Why go back and remake Army of Two? Just be like, no, let's reboot the Army of Two franchise, make a brand new game. Remake and remaster are not the same. Well, for sure, that's why I said remake Ocarina of Time in the in the at the level of Breath of the Wild. Make it look and run like that. Metal Gear Solid games that were on the PlayStation 2. So we got Techno saying Metal Gear Solid would be a game that you could give this Max Payne remakes treatment. You know? It's old, impactful enough to warrant it. A new Halo would be super dope. (laughs) Yeah, guys, have you ever thought about that? What if they launched like a really good Halo right now? You know, after all these years of Halo as a franchise, wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be like industry disruptive and impactful to release like a really good Halo? I mean, I I don't know. Personally, I I could see it if uh, mm, that hurts. It hurts to think about. <laughs> oh, golly. What happened to Perfect Dark remake? Yeah, weren't they remaking Perfect Dark? They were doing something with Perfect Dark, weren't they? If you're just tuning in, we want to know what you think about the Max Payne remake. Do you care? Number two, we're talking other games that could maybe get this treatment. The argument for Max Payne is, look, it's been around for a long time and it was revolutionary. Are there other games that have been around for a long time that were also revolutionary that could be given this sort of remake treatment? The game that badly needs a remake is Cyberpunk. We'll give it 10 years. They'll be done patching it by then, and it'll be fully remade. (laughs) Perfect Dark has run into developmental problems. Now, did they run into developmental problems because because the tech they were trying to use, you know, is the game too old? Or is it like the cliche, we don't know what the frick we're doing, we're poor man, we're poorly managed and we have crunch. They had to bring in Crystal Dynamics to help out. Oh, really? How about Parasite Eve? Resident 4 Remake? 
I feel like they're going to go back through all the Resident Evils and just remake them after the success of Resident Evil 2. Don't you guys... I feel like that's what they're going to do. I feel like they're kind of already doing that. Negative fake news about what? Hey, listen. This afternoon, we're doing a second talk show, and we're talking Halo Infinite Season 2, Metroid Dread Boss Rush, as well as uh, Returnal finally bagging Game of the Year. So you can fight me this afternoon on that, Mo, but you got you to be patient. We're not talking about that right now. We're just getting our shots in on Halo. I mean, it's easy. It's lying down, so... Oh no, you're saying the perfect dark. That's negative fake news. What is perfect dark totally on pace? I haven't heard about it in a while. Uh, they already did BioShock 1 and 2 like 6 years ago. Yeah, didn't they go back and dress them up, make them look nicer? There are rumors for Resident Evil 4 already. I want to change my answer because I was thinking definitive edition was what they were going for, but if it's the final 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 <laughs> If it's the final, final seven, Final Fantasy seven, <laughs> I'm all in. It's the final. <laughs> you know that's what they're gonna name the final game when they finally, <laughs> when they finally decide to end Final Fantasy. They don't need a number. They'll just call it Final Final Fantasy. You know, for a game with final in the name, it keeps on trucking. It's pretty impressive. This is the Final Fantasy. 29 wait what <laughs> it's kind of an oxymoron isn't it final fantasy <laughs> 16 it's not the final fantasy you've made oh you've made more than 10 of them <laughs> you ch- you really chose the wrong brand name <laughs> it just keeps going you know my grandkids will be playing Final Fantasy 54. And they're like, wait a minute. Is it ever going to be the actual Final Fantasy? <laughs> oh, gosh. Video game dad jokes are the best. Uh, Derek says, NBA Jam. He's on far. Tecmo Super Bowl and Super Dodgeball. Let's go. You know what would happen if they remade those games? Because they did that with Tecmo Super Bowl, Derek, that you could play it on your Xbox and it had online. What was it called? It was Tecmo Super Bowl, all graphically prettied up, and you could even play online. What was it called? Do you guys remember that? You can probably still get it right now, backwards compatibility. I had a whole idea that I was going to do with that game. I I still want to do it. I I need Doc Disrespect or it won't work. But I still want to do it. I forget what it was called, though. They had updated the rosters and everything. Was it just called Tecmo Super Bowl, maybe? Or Tecmo... I forget. I forget. They called it something. You can literally get it on the Xbox. Jade Empire Remake would be awesome, even if Yubi's rep has not been the best lately. Cyber... No, no. Jade Empire Remaster. A couple people calling for a Jade Empire Remaster. It's called Final Fantasy because Square was going bankrupt before releasing it. It was going to be their last game. Wait, is that true? Is that the is that the origin of their na- of the name? Like they're like this is it. We're done. Final Fantasy. It's the final game. It's the final c- countdown. Jade Empire's not UB. Yeah, I don't know anything about Jade Empire. I'm just reading chat. It's EA. Final Fantasy is called that. Here's Murph Dog saying the same thing because the company was on the verge of bankruptcy, so they named their final game Final Fantasy, but it was so successful that it brought them out of bankruptcy. I absolutely love that that's the case. That's fantastic. 
so we're on we're on Final Fantasy 14, 15, 16. Why? Well, it was so good. We the the, the name's sort of counterintuitive now. It's sort of contradictory. Tecmo Bowl throwback is that what it's called? I'm telling you that, that I, I have a whole show idea for that dadgum game, but I got to get on Doc's cell phone to pitch him the idea, right? It, it would only work with him. I'd like to see a Prince of Persia remake for Warrior Within and Two Thrones. The other is Sakaguchi was going to quit Square and go back to college, but he made one final game before he left. Really? Despite creating many games during the 1980s for Square, none were a success. Final Fantasy was pitched as Sakaguchi's final game as he considered leaving game development altogether. That's why it's called Final Fantasy. That is so great. That's hilarious. I love that I did that as like a bit and a dig, and they're like, no, yeah, it was literally meant to be the last one. It was actually meant to be the final game, and here we are how many years later you know 40 something years later and it's still cooking it's still going as a franchise if you're just tuning in and you want to give us your opinion about the Max Payne remake we'd love to hear from you hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat vote on the poll at the top of the chat consider becoming a member we have a lot of new membership incentives 5 bucks a month gets you extra content uh, as well as a badge emotes and stuff in our Discord. And we've got forthcoming perks with our coffee and our merch. You can order the coffee anytime, though. That's not a sponsor. It's something that me and my wife and kiddos manage. Primarily, they manage it. I just pitch it here on the stream and hold up the pretty bags. And then they bag it and ship it to you, right? I've had great. I've had people try it recently that aren't even big coffee drinkers that have said it's amazing because of the balanced... The balanced acidity, so... Give that coffee command an old whirl in the chat if you want to try it out. I just want them to release an old console, um, an old console which is double the size of the original. Those minis, those mini ones are silly. Please tell me, Pico, is this the what you're watching? I really hope that's what this is. Um, <laughs> there is a what? At least mail them to me. <laughs> Where are they? That's great. That's great, Pico. Pico and I have been have been we share we share funny TikToks. Uh Jan Bohr says, Hell yes to the Max Payne remake. We need a good twisted metal game. Wait, I thought they were doing a twisted metal game. Wasn't there a recent announcement about a twisted metal game, or did I completely fever dream that up? Yeah, I don't know. I like the mini ones, Hilly. I do. But it would be pretty cool to buy, like, a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo that was the size of the originals. I think that would be really cool. Instead of buying these little miniature things that look like toys or paperweights. Like, it literally looks like a thing that you would put on your desk that you got out of, like, a loot crate or something. I still would love to work with Loot Crate, dadgummit. Every once in a while, I go through these little trinkets and give them to my kids, and I'm like, this is such an easy thing to do once a month, right? My daughter pulled this one out of one of the Loot Crates, and she said I needed to put it on my desk because it looked like me. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's from Deus Ex. She's like, this looks like you, Papa. She's like, you should put this on your desk. Here, let's see if we can't get a good comparison, right? Right there. See? Goatee, spiky hair, glasses. I mean, I, I kind of see it. I kind of see it. You know? I just need to, like, hold a, hold a gun up. I don't know, man. Loot Crate would be an easy one. It'd be such an easy, it'd be such an easy pitch. These little cool trinkets and stuff and shirts, you know, show them off every month on the channel. Come on, Loot Crate. Don't forget, my shirts are always from 80s Tees, though. We are partnered with 80s Tees. We're, we're seeing a, a one order increase every month. Like, we had a sm- slow month in January. We had one more order in Feb, and then one more order in March. Like, slowly going up. This is from their Deadpool collection. You can use the shirt command. And then don't forget to use my code. I'm really worried that everybody was going to, like, 80s, 80stees.com, and that thing flashes in your face to get a discount. And I'm worried people have been doing that instead of using my code. Uh... Just say the line, I didn't ask for this, in his voice. <laughs> That's Jason Bourne. <laughs> uh, I love the mini version, says Derek. Making them full size would be such a waste. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not saying that they should. I'm just saying that like, I, I would like it, right? Are you sure it's Deadpool? What do you mean? That's Deadpool. If it makes you feel better, I saw that adult webcam account spamming another YouTube streamer's chat yesterday, so maybe you aren't specifically being targeted by some grudge against you. Oh no, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. <laughs> That's probably how they're hoping to make money. They're hoping a couple of kids click, you know, type the link in. Perfect Dark is fine. Two years from now, when the game still isn't released, yeah, it'll still be fine. Uh, that's an Eyes Wide Shut fan shirt, not Deadpool. I don't... What? Uh, yo, good day, Toshibo. Demon Souls was more of a remaster than a remake. Are you for real? I thought it was a straight-up remake. Like, they rebuilt the game. It's, can somebody that's more educated on the Demon Souls remake step in here? I don't know enough to refute that, but I, I, I'm immediately skeptical about the claim. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm fairly certain... They did more than just remaster it. Remastering is like, yeah, we upped the resolution and the textures are better now. You know what I mean? Have you not seen that movie? It was a joke. No, what movie? Is that it? I've seen each of the Deadpool movies literally one time. Like, I love Deadpool, but the movies were like a one-time run for me. What's the P.O. box? I forget how to do commands. I think it's literally just P.O. Eugene says they rebuilt it. Uh, it was a straight remake. Okay. There it is. Got a gift for Lono. P.O. Box 8063, Louisville, Kentucky, 40257. There you go. If you ever want to send me anything or my kids anything, you can send it to that P.O. Box. I, no, 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 no. I know Eyes Wide Shut. I never saw the movie. Why would I get the reference that this isn't a Deadpool shirt? It's an Eyes Wide Shut. I because of the mask that he's wearing is that it that's a tenuous joke light leap i think the move zapped your 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 sense of comedy metal gear has already remastered most of the games the first one was lovely they added a first person toggle oh so apparently they've already done a remaster of uh huh we see a head with a mask yeah yeah louisville kentucky yeah louisville come on really I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it was a very good joke, Light Leap. I mean, come on. It, you know. I, 
you should be accustomed to people not laughing at your jokes. I mean, you're German after all, so it's 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 par for the <laughs> it's par for the course. How many successful? I'm actually interested in this. Are there any really successful German stand-up comedians, or do they just, does everybody just think they sound mad? Like they try to get popular outside of Germany, and they're like, everybody thinks that I sound angry. It just doesn't work. <laughs> everybody gets scared. <laughs> they. I can't raise my voice. <laughs> Are there is stand-up comedy like a big thing over there, Leap? Or does it really struggle, you know? <laughs> does it struggle to get off the ground? <laughs> All the Germans in chat are offended, but they don't know what they're supposed to do with it. They're like, I if we get angry, we're just giving in. We're giving in to the stereotype. <laughs> we can't. We can't respond. <laughs> uh, Henning when? Uh, Henning, Henning word? <laughs> uh, is this guy a comedian? Or is he trying to conquer Europe? I'm confused. <laughs> That's good. That's good. If you're just tuning, <laughs> if you're just tuning in, we typically don't make it a habit to like make fun of uh, our German friends. But one of my mods tried a joke and it didn't work out, so I'm 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 chopping him up a bit. Uh, we're talking about the Max Payne remake. You know why more remakes? You know, and and are you interested? That's what the poll at the top of the chat's about. So take our poll at the top of the chat. Make sure you're sub so you can talk in chat. We'd love to hear from you. And make sure and smash the like button. We're having a we're having a, a good turnout today for this discussion. So make sure and give that little thumbs up a, a, a press. It's actually surprisingly big, but not like it is in the United States. It's a weird cultural thing. It's considered simple television. There are no stars. Really? Okay. So actually, yes. As a, so as a culture. It's considered simple television. Huh. Ordered coffee yesterday. JW, I got your order yesterday. It was printed last night. It'll get shipped today. My uh, my wife and kiddos will be shipping them out today. What about you? Is there a game or franchise you'd love to see get new life? Um, You know, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. The difficulty for me is this the most beloved games of my childhood just got better okay so like Mario Kart just got better and better and better okay there were a couple stinkers in there if you really liked battle mode but I kind of grew out of battle mode so I, I didn't really care like Mario Kart battle battle mode like sort of disappeared that's what we need that's it it's in the name that's the next that's the next big hit we need a Mario Kart Battle Royale. Ship that. Can you imagine a Fortnite-sized a Fortnite-sized map and everyone driving around with Mario Kart and those three stupid balloons? If that's not a mashup between Epic and Mario, I need that right the frick now. I need that. I need that limited time mode in Fortnite. <laughs> Everybody comes flying in. You already have the balloons, so it makes perfect sense that you would slowly fall down on the map. You're, going, brr, brr, you're running around. Listen, the RNG of the boxes, the question mark boxes, that's it. It's already built for it. It's already built 
for Battle Royale. You drive around the map and you drive through these boxes to get weaponry and you can get better, stronger, or whatever weaponry to shoot, knock out, blast your competition. Can you win the Mario Kart Battle Royale? I would play the frick out of that for like one afternoon and then get angry and never touch it again. But seriously, they should make that. (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. It actually would be, I think, fun. I actually think it would be fun. I do. I think you've peaked. I do, I, that's it. That's my greatest idea ever. I don't think I'll get any better than that. That's it. It's time to shut it down. No, but seriously, to answer your question, like when I look at a Max Payne remake and I think, okay, that's a franchise worthy of it, I, I struggle to think of another of another one and the reason is... So this was my evolution as a gamer, right? Like, I grew up on, like, Zelda, Metroid, and Mario Kart, and all of those have gotten significantly better, you know? As much as I didn't like Metroid Dread, it was a great game. It wasn't built for me and my sentimentality, but it was still a great game, and it got awards. I cannot like a game and acknowledge its greatness or its achievement, okay? And Breath of the Wild was... I thought a wonderful, wonderful continuation of the Zelda franchise. The latest Mario Kart, I think, is fantastic and super fun. I know people are disappointed that they're going to be doing, like, a DLC instead of a new Mario Kart, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Quake 2 and Quake 3 were huge, hugely formative for me. I got really competitive, was in a clan. That translated into me getting really into and playing tons of Unreal Tournament and Call of Duty. And all of those games have just continued to basically evolve and continue on. Now, like not necessarily Quake and not necessarily Unreal Tournament. However, I just think those fast-paced, high-octane, adrenaline-style arena shooters, I just think they've run their course. I don't think you could really bring them back. I think Halo and, and Splitgate are kind of learning that. I think there's demand for arena shooters, but I think if you try to do something that's like crazy fast paced okay so Lawbreakers tried it and then what was that other one it was called like Bot um you, you, it had Bot in the name it had Bot in the name and it was so it was basically Quake 3 Rocket Arena and, but, and it was a brand new little indie title it was popular for like a month and then now I don't think anybody even probably remembers it so I think it's tough for me to pick like some old franchise that I would love to see remade because most of them just continued to evolve. Now, the one game that I would really, really love to see remade and made like really, really nice and and modernized a little bit, you know, clean it up a little bit, would be like Legend of Zelda Link to the Past and then Super Metroid. But Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is like a six-hour game, maybe. And then Super Metroid, probably in the hands of a good player, is 10 hours or less so I just don't know if those games would age well like if you tried to throw that game into the current mix of games I just don't know if it would work I think a lot of people would say eh like I don't know It's it was so short it wasn't very long you know can you even charge full price for a game like that you know like a 5 or a 6 hour dungeon crawler it, it, it And this is where I think people forget just how far games have come. Like, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past and Super Metroid are beloved, and they're incredibly short by comparison to what we play now. You know? 
I want The Witcher 1 since it was never on console. I could see them doing a remastered Witcher collection or something, but I yeah, I don't know if there would be a lot of demand to go back that far. You know, with the new Witcher on the way, probably not. Like as a precursor, maybe they could do like a Witcher remastered, but like you got to find a company that's that can do it, you know. The word on the street is the Chrono Cross remaster is worse than the original. They need to remake Battleborn. I don't know why you would need to remake Battleborn. It was made within a generation of games. It fit like you can go play Battleborn right now and it still it still stacks up graphically. You know what I mean? Remake it. Why? It didn't it 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 wasn't that great of a game to begin with. Like, I don't know. Distorted says, Call of Duty is honestly the only one we need, in my opinion. All the other ones are gimmicks. All the other shooters are gimmicks? Really? Earthworm Jim. Uh, looking forward to Time Splitters. Oh, they shut down the servers? And never, never play Resistance on the PS3? No. It's so funny how, like, if you didn't grow up with a certain console in your home, like, you just didn't play some of those games. I didn't play I didn't play a lot of those games. We just we were a Nintendo family and then I hung out with guys that had Xboxes. Just got crushed by Overwatch. Even if even if Overwatch would not have come out, I don't think Battleborn was built to last. Oh, they shut the Battleborn servers off. I I legit don't think Battleborn was built to last. I just, I don't think so. The the PvP was eh, and the PvE was so poorly designed. They knew they didn't have enough content. They drug that game. They they stretched that game so far. They wanted you to replay like the same 45 minute missions over and over and over and over and over again. And on some of them, if you made the slightest mistake and failed, that was it. Like, you had to you had to basically start all the way over and you didn't get the unlocked character. Even if you have a physical copy of the game, you can't play it. That's crazy that you can't just like play the PvE offline. I always expected all the Gears of War to get completely remade. No. I could see there being that one day like a Gears of War remastered collection or something like that. If you're just tuning in, welcome into Reforge Gaming, a daily safe-for-work talk show where we talk about video game news. We're, we're batting around the idea of the Max Payne remake. There's a poll at the top of the chat to gauge the interest of the audience. It's pretty split down the middle. So we're also talking about what exactly would you do uh, if you could pick a game that could be remade. Skill Up recommended the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. All right, I got to tell you something about the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga that's really going to help you if you decide to play it, okay? Do not, under any circumstances, play the game linearly. Don't do it. My wife and I played episode one linearly and we did it again the other night when we weren't streaming and it is terrible if you do that it is truly awful if you play it linearly what do you mean by linearly lono i mean literally just going to like following the yellow arrows to the next thing for the next thing for the next mission it is truly awful if you do that i don't think they anticipated anybody playing that way I'm not kidding you. This is what some of it consists of. You land. 
you run up to a building. Would you like to continue the mission? Yes. You go inside. There's a cutscene. It directs you to go back out where you just were, back to the ship that you just were, and get on the ship. To do what? Fly into outer space. Once you're in outer space, now you gotta fly to the planet. Fly to the planet. Do you want to continue the story? Yes. If you play that game linearly, you will quite you will quite literally not play for like 30 to 40 minutes you're just literally going from load point to load point to load point they don't expect you to do that every time you land on a new planet or area they anticipate you roaming around and searching and trying to like solve stuff on that planet they don't they do not expect you to play it linearly it's it is truly an awful experience if you play it that way don't play it that way like that's how the original lego legos star wars saga the whatever it's called the legacy saga i'm not sure that one you just go from mission to mission to mission to mission and this one no no don't do it you will not have a good time have you never played a lego game yeah, I literally played the entire Star Wars game with my son, and it is extremely linear, Butters. You go, you're in canti- you're in Cantina, and you go on a mission, and then you go on another mission, and then you go on another mission, and you go on another mission. There isn't this like, hey, you landed and you're in some sort of like in between area where you can't get true Jedi, uh, but you can wander around and explore and do a bunch of crazy stuff. It's a whole new concept. None of the other Lego games are like that. Now, the, the, the Marvel game is like that. You go back to, like, the city, and you're roaming around the city before you go on a mission. Legos are for kids. They don't care about what you're saying, though. <laughs> oh, sure. They're for kids. Yeah. I, I, I would put $100 on the table and tell you that the age bracket buying and playing that game is not kids. <laughs> but you know be dismissive uh, 30 more likes for 200 yeah guys let's hit 200 likes if you're just tuning in we're talking about the Max Payne remake asking the question why more remakes and what would you have remade if you could the poll at the top of the chat is asking if you're interested in the Max Payne remakes video games are for kids Lona you should quit your job yeah I guess I love how, like, every age demographic of, like, study of video game, like, of the gamer populace is like, yeah, late 20s to, like, early 40s, and someone doesn't like a game, and they're always like, it's for kids, only kids play that game. Oh, so this, just this one, this, this one game, because you don't like it, is just for kids? Okay. Fortnite and Call of Duty are just for kids. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm in my 50s and just started playing the Lego game yesterday. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, bro. Check the age demographic of the people that bought and are playing those games. There's it I guarantee you it's heavily weighted like plus 25. <laughs> you know? I'm 31 and playing Pokémon. Right. Anybody play Legend of K? Huh. No. Cool beefy tea. This comes from the 80s T's Deadpool collection. Use the shirt command. It'll take you to the Deadpool collection. Uh, and make sure and use code LONO for 30% off. 
What about Shenmue or MDK or MDK2, Shadows of the Empire, Jedi Outcast? MDK and MDK2 would probably need just a whole new one. I don't think you'd want to go back and remake them. I'm telling you, you got to think about those old games and the arena sizes and the enemy saturation. I don't think it would translate. They could make it really pretty and feel really good, but you'd be so freaking bored. You'd be like, there's not, there, the, 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 the levels are tiny, the arenas are tiny, the enemies are awful, you know what I mean? I just turned 45 and I realized I've been playing video games for 40 years. <laughs> uh, ooh, that was good neck pop. Lace, Lace Crave says, I personally think Army of Two, and it should be made by Hazelight, the people behind A Way Out, and it takes two. There's demand... EA has some good franchises. Alright, I actually get where you're going with that, Lace Crave. You're basically saying, listen, Army of Two should be remade by the company that had some great co-op games recently. I think my biggest concern is, have they proven that they can do, like, an arcade-ish action-adventure co-op game? I think they kind of proved, I think they did prove that a little bit with It Takes Two. But I'd still be a little bit worried because Army of Two needs an amazing weapon system to work. I need to be able to get weapons and attachments and upgrades and and feel as if I'm I'm not just like a merchant of death, but like I'm a weapon specialist. And if they don't do it, it wouldn't. It, I don't think it would work well. So I think they've got the action element down. I think they could make a really good action game because they. I think they proved that with some of the with some of the. Um, the sequences in It Takes Two, but they would need to be able to create a very, very good, in-depth, complex, customizable, player-driven weapon system. Because if you can't do that, then it kind of doesn't matter. That would, if you don't have that, it would just feel like an arcade-ish version of Army of Two. Does that make sense? Like, I think that was one of the reasons Army of Two felt so hollow. They didn't really evolve it and ratchet it up. It was like, here's just more really, really simple arcade-ish action sequences. And, and it just, I think it fell flat because it didn't evolve the franchise. It didn't go further than the first. It almost felt like a, like, like a little bit regressive. My memory of Army of Two, the sequel, was that it was like, no, this is a step back. They didn't, they didn't step it forward enough. I've been playing the House of the Dead remake on Switch and it's so good. We need updated remakes of new games using Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Remake Skyrim? (laughs) You mean the Elder Scrolls (laughs) 6? Can the 007 franchise be brought up to today's landscape? I know they tried. I know that they tried. I know that there's been a couple of like GoldenEye remasters that were done basically by some of them were like homebrew community made and then I thought there was like an official one did it ever actually come out in an official capacity or has it always been homebrew like somebody did it just for the fun of it I know there was a handful of projects that did that there was also one that did it with Wolfenstein 3D they made Wolfenstein playable as like its own little contained executable you could like have it on a flash drive. I might have that somewhere. I think my my older brother gave that to me. I don't know if it would run on Windows 10 or 11. What deserves a sequel is Portal Games. 
Yeah, the infamous Valve is a scared of a third game, you know, syndrome. I would love a third portal. I really, really would. We played the portal, like, DLC that was made by the community. We played that on the other channel back when we did gaming over there. What was that called? They added time. They added a time game. Uh, I'm sorry, a time gun. Did Did you guys watch me play that? That crap was hard. It was such a freaking mind trip. It was like, okay, I have to go over there and flip that switch in the future, and then I got to come back. Yeah, Portal 2 Reloaded, that was so dadgum creative. It was an absolute mind job because you had to go back and forth in time and do things to the room, and so if you went into the past and did something, it affected the future version of the room. Oh my gosh, it was so creative. It was so creative. <clears throat> the Whistler says, Why does Oblivion get no love? Would rather that with with Skyrim's combat than another Skyrim? Portal gives me nightmares. <laughs> my wife won't play Portal with me either, Hilly. So. Speaking of Valve and being afraid of third game of the series, it doesn't matter how perfect they would make Half-Life 3, it would never meet expectations? No. Uh-uh. How do you recapture the feeling of four friends huddled around a 14-inch CRT playing a genre-defining first-in-a-lifetime experience? Leave GoldenEye alone. See, and that's what I was trying to get at, Eugene. I was even approaching it from another angle. I think the further you go back, the harder it is to do. Seriously. The further you go back, the harder it is to do. You will never give me the experience I had watching my dad play Operation Wolf the morning of Christmas that we got the Nintendo. If you tried to remake Operation Wolf now and make it interactive and gave me a gun and well, now that I'm describing and I might actually really enjoy this in my living room it would harken back to like the days of the arcade and those time crisis like games right where you're like shooting at the screen and you're on rails. It wouldn't last though. The novelty would wear off really freaking quick but it would be pretty fun if somebody could actually build something like that that was that awesome. But I'm never going to have that experience that I had watching my dad play Operation Wolf. It just, well, it just You can't do it. The first time that I played Super Nintendo Mario Kart and there was two people on the screen racing, you can't replicate that. And, and the thing is with Mario Kart, and this is why I said it's hard for me to pick a remake, is like a lot of the games that were formative in my gaming history they have come forward and they've continued to make great versions of themselves mario kart continues to crank out great stuff and then you know quake quake one two and three and doom well doom you know i i think doom is probably one of the longest running franchises that landed on the modern landscape successfully and you could say had truly evolved now I didn't like the latest Doom because of the because of the Marauders. Like I, I'm philosophically opposed to their inclusion in the game. However, I still think, as much as I hated them, I still think Doom is one of the most successful games to do it because it it didn't just give you a better looking Doom. They interpreted what Doom did back then and they gave you a 2020 version nat like they gave you an an actual 
modern day Doom. People are still playing the original Doom speedrunning and custom maps. Oh, I'm sure. 007's Nightfire. Uh, hang on. Was my favorite game growing up. I'd love to play it again on PS5. Oh, they did a they did a ray tracing update to the original Doom within Doom Ultimate. Or the Ultimate Doom or whatever it's called. I say this all the time. Every once in a while I pull out my Sega Dreamcast to play some of those old games. It's still cool, but they simply don't hold my attention that they like they used to, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, it just feels like a it just feels like a gimmick. It's like, hey, I'll play this for the afternoon, and then that's that's kind of the en- end of it, right? You're like, okay, and you just sort of move on. You know, the novelty wears off almost immediately. I remember I remember playing the rare replay with my brother. He's actually in chat. We we streamed together back when I was still on purple. And we did the rare replay and I was just struck by how those old games just didn't age that particularly well you know like perfect dark is a great example we were like this is not that good we were like you know what i mean at the time it was mind-blowing it was like oh my gosh i've never played a game like this you go back and play now and you're like this is not good (laughs) this is this is not good where am i supposed to go that was my question the whole time Uh, where am i supposed to go they're like, they didn't hold your hand back then. I was like, I don't need my hand held. Can't you just tell me what room do I need to go in? What what do I need to find? <laughs> I was like, nah, dude. Just run around and shoot stuff. I don't think every game should be remade, says Quiet Shy Girl. Some need to stay in the past and be remembered fondly. Visiting old things 20 years on can sour the sweet memory you once had about it. We did. Some of those games were torture to play. We had fun. Yeah, I mean, we had fun complaining about it and making fun of them, but like, it just goes to show you. It's like, I don't know, man. Nostalgia is a short-lived feeling. It can't replicate the original experience because it's out of time and place. The context is completely missing. Right. Think of it like this. I remember once, so like growing up, we went and we built an obstacle course at this summer camp that we went to every summer we would go to this camp it was a great place they gave us a great deal the facility was perfect for our size like you know the church that i grew up in and one year we went you know a couple of months early and literally chopped trees down and built log walls and built all these obstacles okay and i remember it feeling eerie and just dead to walk into the buildings when there's no camp going on. The cabins are 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 cold and kind of musty and then the chapel there's this weird quiet where it's like there's nothing here. It's all lifeless, right? Well, why? Because camp's not happening. It felt nostalgic when we pulled in it was like there's the sign there's the building oh these buildings have a certain smell right but it all fades really fast because you're like there's no camp going on there's nothing to make these places feel special or cool right now they're kind of dead 
And it's like that when you go play an old game. You're like, oh, the menu! Oh, the sounds! The music! Oh my goodness! And then you play a level and you're like, yeah, this, this is kind of dead. There's no life here. It, I'm not up till 2 in the morning drinking Surge and eating potato chips with my friend at a sleepover. Like, we're not we're not laughing till our sides hurt at making custom characters in WrestleMania 2000. Like, it just is dead and lifeless. It's like there's nothing here. The nostalgia's done. It evaporates so fast. You could tell some stories out of school about that camp. Uh, that obstacle course was way dangerous. The target range. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in sh- these days, it's just, it would be a church's insurance nightmare, the stuff that we did back then. <laughs> just an insurance nightmare, just letting children handle firearms under the direction of, like, a 19-year-old camp counselor. <laughs> Climb this eight- to nine foot log wall and hopefully you don't fall and break your neck (laughs) the fact like we are from that era of like yeah we went nobody died what's the problem like we are from that era like nowadays people like I can't believe you did that (laughs) I can't believe you did that somebody could have died nobody did so who cares (laughs) what I'm saying is the current generation is soft no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding. Oh, golly. WrestleMania 2000 is a throwback. The black cartridge, bro. The black cartridge. Me and my friend would literally die laughing, not able to breathe. We would make characters of (laughs) people. This this is getting a little transparent here. We would make characters in WrestleMania 2000, and they were people at our church that we didn't like, like adults that we didn't like, (laughs) and we would beat the crap out. We had nicknames for everybody that we didn't like. We were bad kids. We were we were not we were not good children and <laughs> good boys. We were not good boys. <laughs> That's why kids these days are so wimpy. Yeah, you're not taking them to summer camp and letting them, you know, handle active live firearms and climb 10-foot brick wall wood walls they could fall from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sinner. Oh, we were we were sinners for sure. Remember war games overnight in the woods? Yeah, I remember somebody blowing his finger open because he had an M80, which those are illegal now. <laughs> He's part of the reason why one of many children they have, you know, significant harm done to his body. How do we not have 200 likes yet after all this comedic glory this morning? Press that like button, chat. Lono's camp experiences was like Johnny Knoxville. Why do you think the TV show Jackass was so popular? Because my generation was like, we did that just yesterday. This is hilarious. Like, they weren't doing anything that me and my friends hadn't already done. They just filmed it and got really popular doing it. We were like, bro, that was like a Thursday morning at summer camp. What in the frick? Like, yeah, whoop-de-whoop. But it was entertaining. That's why everybody loved watching it. It's because that generation, that's what we did. We were always hurting our hurting our, hurting our bodies for a laugh. <laughs> that's why the show that's why the show resonated so much with people because they're like, bro, I literally do that. <laughs> that's that's my weekend with my friends. Oh man. 
<laughs> oh, 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 what did Suede bring up? IBC bottles and bang snaps. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Do you remember the one winter camp? These guys literally took black powder, shoved it in a mag light, and blew it up. We were like 100 yards away. Somebody could have died. The, the mag light looked like a banana peel. It was like it, it peeled outward. It peeled outward. It was like, oh my word, one, if one piece of that metal flew in the right direction, it could have killed somebody or like took their eye out of their head. Gee, many Christmas. The one guy put a Snapple bottle in a tree trunk and the glass blew out the side and he had a piece of glass in his eye. And he like took it out himself. I'm like, what? why would you do that? <laughs> the M80s, we tore up the road in front of my grandma's house with those. Yeah, those things were dangerous. In any case, the point is, the point is, chat, that nostalgia wears off quick and that's the question with the remake. Like, we're asking the question, Max Payne remakes... Number one, do you want them? What look at look at the poll here, four hundred and thirty three votes. Little light on votes. Well, actually, no. We usually have about five hundred votes in the first hour, so that's actually a really good turnout on the poll. Max Payne remakes. Are you interested? That thing is right down the middle. Fifty one percent yes, forty nine percent no. I thought it was a firecracker. He shall not be named. <laughs> no, 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 no. He thought it was a smoke bomb. I wasn't even there, and I know that. I wasn't there. I was too young to go that year. I ended up going later on. He thought it was a smoke bomb. That's why he held it for so long. Because you would hold a smoke bomb for like a really, really long time, then you would throw it once it was ready to go. And he threw it, and the M80 was like this far from his finger when it blew up, and it like split his finger down down the middle of his finger. His finger to this day is like, it looks completely jacked up because of that. One time we literally snuck over to a different camp and we definitely threw a giant live firework smoke bomb under their cabin. Yeah, we could have burned that entire building down. (laughs) We 100% could have been arsonists at like the age of 15. Just, oh, this is fine. Dry leaves and wood and the log cabin. Let's throw a smoke bomb underneath of it and let's see what happens. (laughs) Jacob says, I just wonder what else is in the works. Well, right, if you look at the movie industry, so the reason I wanted to talk about this, like the reason the thumbnail says, why more remakes, like that's the question that I'm asking. Is that where we are now with games? Is this going to be the pattern of new game, new game, all existing franchises, by the way, like new games from existing franchises and then remakes? Like, is this a trend we're going to see? We definitely have seen this trend in movies. Here's one from childhood that I uh, heard about. You get on the roof with fishing rods and a few jars of peanut butter and you waiting for the bats to come out and you bat fish. Not saying we did it, just something we heard about. What? So the bats like go in the jars? My wife still says the girls never heard the foghorn. You're what? With, with respect, and I don't want to create any marital strife and need for counseling, but your wife is a liar. <laughs> we saw the lights turn on we saw the lights turn on bro they totally heard the foghorn they're all committed to that lie like to the grave 
they did like a blood oath the next morning they're like we can never admit that we heard the foghorn and that susan peter pants we can never admit to this okay there's like a blood pact with those girls we saw the lights turn on (laughs) a freaking industrial sized foghorn on the porch of that building you could hear it on the other side of the camp (laughs) it was so loud we literally duct taped the button down i was like and we ran as fast as we could and they're like we didn't hear anything sure you didn't sure you didn't people on another property probably heard it they're like was that a semi truck what was that <laughs> oh, 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 oh those old buildings had no no sound buffer or insulation you could hear people's conversations from the outside and they didn't hear a foghorn <laughs> liars <laughs> To this day, I'm surprised there were no divorces due to camp shenanigans. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how many of those counselors were fighting. I told you we shouldn't have come this year. I told you these kids, these these kids are terrible. <laughs> we should have just stayed home. We should. <laughs> I can imagine some of those camp counselors just Tuesday Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, just full of regret. We have we're only halfway through the week. These friggin' kids. <laughs> oh gosh oh oh that's why i always loved the youth pastor i always loved john because he was honest he's like i honestly don't know why i do this anymore <laughs> there was just a a very settled a very settled misery you know <laughs> a very settled misery in his eyes he's like i just don't know why i do this anymore Ah, <laughs> oh. he was a good he was a good guy though he was a good guy standing amidst a bunch of not good men we had one good man good night remember Carbina's Gardor I don't remember that no do game remakes typically sell well I don't know that's the question like like, I think they do when they're done well I bet you the Demon Souls remake is super it's done super well commercially you know a Max Payne remake I bet you it does I bet you it's very good it, look, it's being made by Remedy. They made Control. So it's it's in good hands. It'll probably be fantastic. Yeah, the pastor's kids bring drugs. The guests speak. <laughs> We're at like a Baptist Bible summer camp. And the guest speaker's son was like smoking weed behind the cabin. It was such a... It was so... <laughs> it was such a scandal. And they made us all not... We weren't allowed to talk about it. It was so cliche. It was like something out of a dadgum movie. We're not talking about this. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, man. Demon Souls and the Final Fantasy VII Remake are almost the exceptions, says Shagsworth. Demon Souls was so clunky, and Final Fantasy VII has been way... Was waited on for decades. So Eugene finds... Resident Evil 2 sold 8.9 million units, which is 300,000 more sales since the previously reported 8.6 million. Resident Evil 3 has sold 4.6 million units, so it racked up 200,000 additional sales in the meantime. So yeah, the Resident Evil remakes have sold very well. So yeah, I think remakes can do, they can. 
I think it depends on the remake and the developer. Bluepoint kills it. Same, uh, some of the square ones have been pretty lazy. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say something that's going to sound weird at first, but I think this is the take. I think Remedy can do it because of what they did from Quantum Break to Control, okay? I think Remedy has the schema and the skills to look at a game and say, what's worth taking from this forward and what's worth leaving behind? The fact that they successfully did that with Quantum Break to Control, like, Control is basically the spiritual successor to Quantum Break. It's the game that Quantum Break should have been, okay? So I think they can look at the the, the Max Payne games and say, what needs to come forward and what needs to just be left behind? I think they have proven that they can do it. So I think they'll probably these this Mac, the Max Payne remake will probably be very good because of them. They made the originals. We'll see that just adds to what I'm saying. They made Quantum Break and they had to be honest about the the stuff they did that was bad and leave it behind. I was literally at a conference. I go up to the table and this this girl is like, "Hey, have you guys heard about Control? And are you interested in like some free stuff about it? And you know, maybe some demos. And I was like, yeah, Control looks like Quantum Break, but not bad. And she's like, yeah, we learned a lot from Quantum Break and uh, and really applied it. I was like, oh wait, you made Quantum Break. And I was like, and I was honest with her. I was like, well, I just kind of stepped in it, didn't I? She's like, no. She's like, we we know that Quantum Break had things about it that were disappointing and that people didn't like, and that it wasn't considered a great game and we wanted to make a great game, and we knew there were pieces of it that could be used to build a great game, right? Quantum Break was so good. No. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Um, Listen, if you liked Quantum Break, you're going to love Control, because Control is a huge upgrade. Quantum Break, in my mind, was like super Bush League, half-baked, not like... It was such an awkward game. The, the pacing, the story, it was super awkward. Control, oh, the story? Well, yeah, but listen, I think I've said this before. Quantum Break would have made a great TV show. It basically was a TV show. <laughs> That's why it wasn't very fun to play. <laughs> it was like a dadgum TV, it was a dadgum TV show. <laughs> Do you <laughs> I played that. I played that with my brother. There's a highlight reel somewhere. We might have to unlist it just so people can watch it. We couldn't breathe during some of the scenes. It was so bad. We were laughing so hard at the story in that game. And, like, that's the problem, is if it was just me running around and, like, picking stuff up and throwing it, I think it would have worked. But it was mostly not that. It was It was mostly... It was mostly, like, (laughs) really, really long, drawn-out scenes that were incredibly, I don't know, they were real corny, man. We played Quantum Break together uh, on your stream. We were dying laughing, blowing the bucket into the sky and eventually coming back down. Uh, That was the first time we ever said walking simulator and lol. Oh, yeah, we couldn't breathe when the bucket came back down. That was that was definitely special. <laughs> Good morning, knights. 
Quantum Break had some great ideas and looked really good. I replayed it on PC about a year ago. It was fun to replay. It was underwhelming on launch, but it was not a bad game. I mean, I'm not going to try to argue the goodness or badness of it. It wasn't, it didn't, it didn't receive good acclaim. It didn't receive great reviews and, and control did, right? I, I, I think, I think I'm going to lean on that. I'm going to lean on the fact that like the general public, like on PC, it got a 66 from the Metacritic reviewers and a 5.7 from the audience on Xbox one. It fared better with a 77 and a 72. So it seems to have fared better on on Xbox for whatever reason, but on PC, I think that's a fair score, like a 66 and like a, what did I say? Hang on. On PC, it got a 66 from the critics and a 5.7 from the audience. I think that's totally fair. I think it's, it's, it barely squeaks to being above average. They just, they made so many strange decisions with it. Like, I don't know. It was, it had issues. Quantum Break is almost as good as The Last Jedi. (laughs) Listen, if you guys are not members, you missed out on the Friday night stream with my wife, so I tweeted a clip to kind of show people. You're missing out, man. We're we're trying to give you some of those member incentives now, because I know there's people that could push the join button and they don't. Every Friday night will be a stream with my wife. Thursday afternoons, we're adding an extra stream. If you want my opinions on other gaming topics I've not been covering, you're like, hey, Lono, what about this? I have a hot take or an opinion about this, Lono. What do you think? And I'm not covering it. You can submit that throughout the week with the question command. Right now, you could do that if you've got a question about something outside of this topic in the gaming world. We'll cover that in a Thursday members-only stream. Also, once a month on Friday nights, we're going to have a game night. You can always use the game night command in chat to see what we're playing and when. April 22nd is community game night. We'll be playing Fortnite no-build squads. I don't care if you don't like Fortnite. Install it. It's cross-play. We'll have fun. We'll be drinking. It'll be members only, okay? So we're not taking away from the core content. Monday through Friday, we're still doing two streams a day, two talk shows or talk shows with gameplay. That's not going away. We're adding new stuff for members. So consider clicking that join button if you want to be a part of those streams that have already happened. We already did the Madam stream on Friday night, and there'll be more coming this week. Control has one particular mission that ranks among the best single missions I've ever played. You know the one if you have played the game. I've not played it in a long time, so you'd have to give me like a vague refresher without spoiling. Is it does it is it related to the one the one guy that you're like trying to talk to and maybe you finally get to? I can't remember. Um I want a Jet Set Radio remake. I remember Jet Set Radio. That was a Dreamcast game, wasn't it? Shagsworth says, I'm on the men, been trying to hang out and lurk when I can. Uh, what are you on the men from? Were you like under the weather? The Walkman mission. I just don't remember. It's been such a long time since I played Control. Mm, that doesn't mean it ain't a good game. No, I think if a game gets a 66 from critics and then a 5.7 from the audience, that is a consensus. I believe we can consider that collaborative empiricism. Like, when that many people give a game a certain score, I think you can say, yeah, it's probably not a very good game. That doesn't mean people can't enjoy it. But, like, if a movie gets reviewed and it gets, like, a 65% from the critics and then it gets, like, a 50-60% to 60% from the audience, that's 
that's a lot of correlation. That's a lot of um, like what is that called when people? That's a lot of corroboration of opinion. It's hard not to look at that and think. Yeah, it's probably not that great of a movie. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy the movie or the game, but it's really hard to be like, oh no, the game is fine, the quality is there, the game is good, when the consensus from both critics and the audience is, no, it's not that good. I don't know. I'm not going to let the experts or the audience sway me, but it certainly is indicative of something's quality if that many people are like, no, it's not very good. It's the reshaping maze mission with the Walkman. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I think I remember that. I think I remember that. That was... I liked almost all of Control. I think the only thing that probably turned people off from Control is it was super confusing when you first got in the game, and that's on purpose. It's meant to be disorienting and confusing. You're not really meant to understand what in the world's going on, for sure. I think that turned some people off. If I remember right, Quantum Break was going to be an episodic game. I don't think it set out to be a single game. That's entirely possible, Paul. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's entirely possible. It played awkwardly, right? The PS5 is trending. Has there been a restock anywhere? I've legit been I've legit been uh trying to get a, P- a sec I've been thinking about getting a, C- a PS a second PS5 just so my wife and I could play some of these games together especially uh Returnal could be really fun um Sony has invested an additional 1 billion in epic games really <clears throat> Control was really good I dug the gameplay and the storytelling Yeah, Quantum Break was one with a tie-in show, but it was like, it was in the game. Right? It was in the game. There were real live actors and sequences baked in the game. Sony has invested another $1 billion in Epic Games. For the Lego thing? Kirk By, the company behind Lego, has invested $1 billion as well. What the frick is going on? Why? They must know something. They must know something. bigger. It's got to be something bigger than Fortnite, right? I kind of stopped trying to get my hands on a PS5. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. Quantum Break felt more like a show than a game to me. Epic and Sony are about to come out swinging. Yeah, something's coming. I, I'm telling you. I bet I, I, I'm going to put money. I'm going to put money down right now. Fortnite MMORPG tied into the metaverse. That's what I think. It, I, I know the Lego Roblox game is, is a part of that. That's why Lego is getting involved because they want to basically build their own version of Roblox. They want to build their own version of a metaverse. Epic being involved. I, I, I got to say, man, my, my theory about a Fortnite MMORPG has got to be in there somewhere. It's got to be in there somewhere. It's an engine in a game that runs so well on literally anything. A Switch, an iPad, a phone, Xbox, PC, PlayStation. It's it's literally everywhere. And it's been one of the most popular games for how many years running. They've learned a ridiculous amount of info and data on what players will do and what communities will do and how to run crazy live events, unprecedented live events like concerts and stuff. 
Rare made Jet Force Gemini. They need to remake that. Rare is just, I mean, what are, they're all about Sea of Thieves. And listen, the most recent Sea of Thieves update is is basically people are saying, I mean, it's just kind of more of the same. Like, they're not, I don't know. They keep touting Sea of Thieves engagement numbers, which always makes me worried. It's like, why are you touting engagement numbers? Because the Steam charts aren't very good. Like... Sea of Thieves Steam charts is not extremely indicative, but it, it's it's got to be slightly indicative. And the last 30 days, they saw an 11% gain. They went from peaking around nine to 10,000 players to around 11,000 players. So they got like a 1,000 player daily gain. I, and they're touting engagement numbers. I'm like, what the frick? What... Unless literally everybody else is playing on console and loving it, I don't know. Lono, I would have dismissed your Fortnite MMO idea a few months ago. However, after this no-build playlist, binging, uh, bringing in lots of different types of gamers, it makes me think there's an untapped MMO market. See, in Brutal, they didn't just add a no-build mode to Fortnite. They added traversal and movement that's never been in Fortnite before. They also added that shield mechanic. Like, so you don't automatically lose your health and shields if you get picked that out in the open. It looks like Sony may be doing something with Epic Games in the metaverse in some capacity. Yeah, I don't know. One billion into a 32 billion company is nothing. Maybe they'll help port Destiny to UE5. I don't know about that. I don't think Destiny ever lands in another engine. I think it has to stay in Tiger to feel the way that it feels. I don't... I've, I played and covered the game for such a long time. I don't... And, and anytime they talked about it, I don't think they're ever going to port that game to another engine. Somebody would have to literally prove it to them. They'd have to have literally a team to prove it to them. Like, they'd have to build a room and a combat sequence to be like, here you go. We've replicated the feel. I can play Fortnite without building... Yeah, it's a whole it's a permanent mode. You can play Fortnite with no building. It's a permanent mode. Every time I think about buying a PS5, I'm reminded that I have to pay another fee for another gaming and it turns me off. Not necessarily if you're going to play the games that matter. You could get it and never never hop online and thoroughly enjoy Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding and uh, and Clank and Returnal and Spider-Man and Miles Morales. You don't need the internet to play those games, do you? Like, or the you don't need the PlayStation subscription to enjoy those games. I don't think you do. Brutal says yes. Also, Red Dot sites and all their other minor modes like Among Us. And you think they can build a Fall Guys type of game. It has the foundation to revolutionize the MMO market and not be an MMO clone. No, yeah, a Fortnite MMO would not be an MMO clone. It would be it would be everything that they've ever worked on. It would be, okay, here you go. Um, you have a house. You can make it bigger. You have a garage and you can have vehicles and you can have mechs and planes and... You can have all these things that you invest in, buy, level up, all the customization, all the decoration. The the cosmetics alone for a game like that would be absolutely insane. So much money. It would print money. Yo, it's good smoke back. Um, Not to mention Sony's by far the biggest source of revenue for Fortnite. 
I I still think that's a misrepresentation of that of that uh, that report that we read. I don't think they're the biggest source. I think I think they were they exceeded some percentage, and that's why they were paid. But it didn't mean that they were the majority. To think that more people are spending money on the Sony than than Switch, PC, mobile, and Xbox. That's so. That just seems so hard to believe. Even with the PlayStation saturation in the market, that's so hard to believe. Uh, Unreal is a more Microsoft thing. PlayStation has their own engines. Yeah, but if they're if they're linking up with Epic, I haven't tried Fortnite in years. But this no build mode with added mechanics has got me thinking I should have it a go again. Just be fair warned, I think it's way better played with with a squad. That's why we're doing that for our game night this month. I think Fortnite is way better with a squad. The no building mode by yourself, you're just going to kill bots and then die to some guy's aim assist laser beam. Right? Unless you want to play controller, then you can go laser beam people. Legend says, I only pay, pay for PlayStation Plus if there's an online multiplayer game that's exclusive to PS5. Otherwise... I'll stick to PC for those games and use the PS5 for single player games. Court documents reveal almost 50% of Fortnite's revenue is on PlayStation. No wonder Sony continues to dump money into Epic Games. Court documents reveal that 46.8% of Fortnite's total revenue between March and July was driven by PlayStation 4. Okay. So it's not, okay, so it's not, but that's still not the majority, that's half. So that still stands to what I was saying, like, there's no way they generate more revenue than all the other platforms combined. That's, that's, that, that's the only way saying they're the most. They're half. If they, that, like, for years, for what you said to be true, I'm like, that means they need to have 51% or higher. Now, they're pretty dadgum close to that being, which is absolutely insane. It's got to be related to their saturation. Like, the PS4 saturation, like, that right there just shows the power of the Sony market. That's insane to me. That 50%, basically, of Fortnite's revenue is Sony-generated. That's freaking bonkers. That's absolutely bonkers. I think that's why when people talk about, like, Sony needs to do this or Sony needs to do that in relation to Microsoft, it's like, Sony doesn't need to do anything. They were literally 50% of the revenue of one of the most popular games ever, and it was purely because of their saturation in the market. If, if That's got to be the leading reason that they did that. They have so many consoles in circulation. Think I'll be trying it with squads, but sadly I have nobody to play with. Well, that's this month's game night. Friday the 22nd, if you're a member... We'll be doing a members-only stream, and members can play and hop in, and we'll, that's what we'll be doing. It's totally cross-play. It's 100% a situation. You're right. It just shows how many PS4s are out there. Yeah. It just didn't stand to, like, basic observation of the market. It's like, so you're telling me one platform is rivaling all of the others? You know what I mean? Uh... Mm-mm. stay tuned for more okay cool that may be a thing the only team I've seen so far I haven't I don't recall seeing others I'm like, I don't know what you mean 
about 50% from PS4, 30% from the Xbox One. If you would have asked me, so before I looked at that report, if you would have asked me which game pulls in the most, I'm sorry, which platform pulls in the most revenue for Fortnite, I would have said mobile. I think we had this conversation before. I think we had this conversation before. I, I, I would have guessed mobile. No question. I'd have been like, yeah, mobile. Because that, that market's just so stinking huge. That's exactly what I would have said. Somebody asked in Russian, when is Max Payne remake for Android? I timed you out because we can't have other languages in chat because we can't read them. So, English only, please. <clears throat> I mean, 48% one platform, three other platforms make up the 52. It's not even close. I never spend money in game on PlayStation. Uh, and I can spend literally anywhere else. No way Fortnite never really picked up on mobile. Oh, okay, you're saying no way, comma. Fortnite never really picked up on mobile. PUBG rules that market. Isn't uh, isn't Call of Duty mobile also just going insane on mobile? Which is one of the reasons it seemed that like Apex and Valorant are wanting to get in on mobile. Report is saying PS4 does 48.4. How much does a PS5 make up? More than two dots. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, couldn't tell you. Mm-mm. I like to see numbers that back that up. This is from PushSquare.com, based on the court documents. The, this these are, these are based on court documents so th- this is a, this is not yeah it's before the PS5 because it's based on everything that led led to the to the lawsuit Fortnite on mobile i believe had over 10 million players it's not a flop well i don't think he was saying it's a flop i think he was saying the reason that mobile doesn't dominate the mobile spending is because Fortnite didn't hit the levels of like a PUBG or like a mobile Call of Duty mobile. Fortnite not being popular on mobile. Well, I don't. I, I think maybe we're reading too much into his statement. Like, yeah, if they have 10 million players on mobile, it did. It did. It did perfectly fine. But that's not enough to rival the PlayStation platform. Well, yeah, and it got removed from iOS. But this report is based on the behavior of the of the audience members prior to the the removal, right? So so prior to the removal, they uh they they didn't they didn't pull it off of the of that platform. So it would be included in the totals. Honestly, would have thought PC would have been top. In comparison to top mobile games, 10 million isn't that much, really. iOS makes up half or more of the mobile user base. Yeah, taking it off of iOS, no doubt, really, really hurt them. However, like, prior to that happening, all the documents are showing, like, the spending was primarily Sony. Before they got yanked, they were dominant. Maybe, maybe this is what Epic was fighting against. Maybe they were dominant, but they weren't getting lots of spending, and they weren't getting lots of spending because 
because of the way they have it set up, right? So the way they have it set up on iOS might have been hindering purchases. Does that make sense? So, like, this is potentially why Epic was fighting it. Look, man, look at our player base numbers on mobile and look at the spending percentages. Look at the spending percentages on the Sony PlayStation. If we could get that spending percentage... So I think maybe people are passing in the night here. Fortnite Mobile could have a ridiculous amount of daily and repeated logins. However, the spending might have been poor, which is what drove them to break TOS and to tick Apple off, which then led to the lawsuit. Does that make sense? Like... They likely looked at the numbers and said, this, this is ridiculous. We, we're basically watching money walk out the door. And it's because of this stupid rule that they have. Well, if we, if we could get around that rule, we would make, we would be making way more money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that's, that's the only motivation. I just wonder if that was part of it. That they're looking at the same thing you're looking at and thinking to themselves, this is this is kind of stupid. We we should we should be we should be making way more money on mobile. There's gotta be barriers here that's causing this to happen. By the way, if you're just tuning in for the Max Payne remake discussion, we've discussed about it, we've discussed it quite a bit already. And the question at the top of the chat for the poll, Max Payne remakes. Are you interested? It's 50-50 down the middle. So the Max Payne remake sort of sparked a debate about why more remakes? Is that something you even want to see? You know, do do you have games that you'd want to see remade? And then we got into the subject of like, Sony's investing a lot of money in Epic, and so we're kind of talking about why. Another wrinkle to mobile is how many mobile players also have it on console and then will buy the item on their PS4 and use it on mobile instead of buying it mobile. Right, because they might not have the ability to buy it on mobile, parental restriction or whatever, but a lot of times on console, it doesn't stop you. If your parents have it set up in a particular way, it might be easier to buy on console. Yeah, or parental locks. Like, right now, if my kids were savvy enough on my Xbox, they could buy they could buy games. I don't have any of that locked up. So a lot of times the console is like the central family unit and anybody can do anything so you're just in there buying V-Bucks and then you know (laughs) on mobile though a lot of times they shut it down because everybody knows don't let your kids spend money on mobile or to say it another another way I think more parents are privy to the reality of like you should restrict spending on mobile than they are that like you should restrict spending on a console I think mobile there's more of a stigma of you better lock that down and your kid's gonna buy a hundred dollars worth of digital dog food you know and not necessarily have the same attitude about console I see remasters as a form of preservation yeah, that's a big debate in gaming, like preservation through emulation. That gets debated about quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's a that's a common thing. I'm actually surprised that the companies haven't looked into how they could monetize emulation. So what you would do is 
you and I've talked about this before. You could have like a marketplace for emulation, and approved teams that emulate games could submit the game, and then you would just do a revenue split. The emulators would get a certain amount of money, and Sony would for providing the marketplace, and then uh, whoever owns the rights to the game, that's where it would get kind of touchy. If you go and remake some super old PlayStation 1 game and you emulate it and you slap it in an emulation you know, market and people can buy it for $10 and there's a revenue split on that, I think it gets a little dicey because some of those games, there is nobody attached to it anymore that would get revenue from it. Outside of those instances, I think that there could be money, ma- money to be made there. The question is for all business can it be profitable enough for the front front end work because they'd have to build the front end and they'd have to reach legal agreements with all the rights holders of those games and it might not be worth the money did you see that Sony invested another 1 billion in Epic yeah we've been talking about it don't mention emulation to Nintendo they'll cut you yeah Nintendo could be doing the same thing they could be working with the emulators and making money off of the work of the emulators like partner with them like you would a developer and just start making money off of video game preservation right rather than doing what they've been doing which is suing people that are trying to preserve those games those people are not trying to take money away from Nintendo the quagmire of rights, expenses, and royalties. Yeah, it's never clean. It's never easy. Guys, if you've been enjoying today's show, make sure and smash the like button. We are a Monday through Friday video game talk show. I am safe for work, so you can subscribe in confidence. If you've been like not seeing my streams or something, we know YouTube has been kind of fiddling with some settings. So just make sure and always check your subscription feed or my channel every day. If you enjoy listening to this show every day, sometimes I might not show up because they're they're doing things with live streams. So always double check to make sure I'm live. Uh, and when you're here, it's super helpful to smash the like button. Make sure you're on live chat and uh, and take the poll at the top. There are direct ways to support the channel. We are trying to drive the member number uh, for five dollars a month. You get a badge and emotes. But now we're adding member incentives. We're adding member streams. So a Thursday afternoon and a Friday night stream that you can only watch and partake in if you're a paying member. The rest of the week's completely unaffected. Monday through Friday, the the two streams a day are completely unaffected. These are extra streams that we're doing uh, because we really need those member numbers to climb. And we thought we can't expect the member numbers to climb if we're not giving people actual member incentives. So this Thursday will be the first ever like Thursday throwdown. You can submit questions all throughout the week with the question command. If there's something that happened in gaming news and you want my opinion on it, I'll be doing those on Thursdays. And then Friday nights, I stream with my wife. And once a month, that Friday night stream is community game night. So this month, on the 22nd of April, we're playing Fortnite, no build, uh, squads. We're going to be doing some squads. And that's something that we'll do once a month. Uh, no, I actually, Creature, I actually inquired as to why that hadn't happened yet. I, I, I emailed, I emailed and was like, hey, why haven't I heard anything about this yet? Techno says, in the U.S., held copyrights, you are allowed to emulate a game if the game in question is not available to buy in any way that would pay for the owned license to make it 
for the current owners. Right, but the problem there is, is a lot of these game companies, or at least Nintendo, is like, hey, we're, we can make those games available on our Nintendo subscription. Yo, Mrs. Bloodhound, renewing that membership for six months. Welcome back in. Half a year. What's the other stream today? The second stream today will be more gaming news. We'll be talking about the Halo Infinite Season 2 details. Joseph Staten had some cryptic tweets. And then Metroid Dread launched a boss rush. And then Returnal finally won Game of the Year. So it'll be Variety. We're trying something new this afternoon to see how the audience responds and how YouTube responds to doing like Triple Topic. We ran away scared from Triple Topic, but plenty of people do it that do talk shows like this. So uh, we're going to try Triple Topic this afternoon. Sometimes the topics aren't big enough to carry the entire stream, so we need multiple topics. So today was a bit of an experiment. Can we grab a, a slightly weaker story like the Max Payne remake? It isn't a very strong story. And can I purely drive a show with the opinion and the discussion? Which, I feel like we've done a pretty good job. We're about two hours in. The numbers are not... They're not good or bad. They're just sort of okay. And so it's like, okay, so we can do that. Like, news dries up, right? And we gotta do a show anyway. And then this afternoon, it's like, well, sometimes there's lots of things that are interesting, but they can't really stand on their own. So, let's see how that goes. So that's what we'll do this afternoon. I should probably schedule the next one. Um, yeah, I should probably schedule the next one. We'll do it at like quarter till. And this afternoon on Reforge Radio, we're going to be talking about Will Smith's 10-year ban from the Oscars and losing movie deals. Like, what in the world's happening to this guy? Um, is this just a complete overreaction uh, in light of, uh, of everything that happened? Um, well, in light of everything that happened, practically nothing did happen. I mean... Something happened, and it felt like it was dealt with, but the reverberation of consequences consequences seems to be uh, continuing. We'll lead it with Halo Infinite as well. Like that's definitely the lead topic uh, for this afternoon's show. It's the it's the stronger topic, especially after uh, Joseph Staten tweeted what he tweeted. It's like, oh, okay. Um, Oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, I didn't. Mm, I didn't type up. Mm. I didn't type up uh, any of the. <laughs> I didn't type any of my keywords. Uh, our turn game of the year. Where was it? It was the BAFTAs. BAFTAs. Anything else? 343 Industries. And there. Season two. It's called Lone Wolves. Okay, there we go. Sorry, usually everything is copy pasting really fast, but I wasn't. I, I, I was. Uh, I basically took the almost the entire weekend off. Like I really needed to. I had been doing too much work over the weekends, so I basically took the entire weekend off, 
and uh, so I tried to cram everything in the last night thumbnails typing up the streams titles descriptions and all that and so it uh, I, I missed one very important part okay I just like the creators of Max Payne are coming back. Well, the creators of Max Payne haven't haven't gone anywhere. Uh, they made Quantum Break and they made Control. So Remedy is the perfect company to handle the property because they're the original people that handled it, and they've recently made games that I think kind of proves it, they they can handle it. You know, the Max Payne remake is, in my opinion, in the best hands it could possibly be in. I was posing the question why more remakes and then we kind of discussed this morning if you missed the breakdown everybody was throwing out games they thought would be great for a remake Lone Wolves is just a few people uh, now playing on their own yeah that's the title of next season uh, it's it's a bit of a prophecy <laughs> mm. countries generally will enforce copyright rules based on country of origin yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things where, yeah, you don't have to necessarily even be in the country or abide by their laws. Like they're gonna, they're gonna enforce it. Like YouTube's gonna do the same thing. You can't be like, I'm a Russian YouTuber, and I live in Russia, so I can stream the entire brand's new, you know. Lady Gaga album. They'd be like, no, you can't. <laughs> Looking forward to this afternoon. Reminds me of kind of funny uh, games, daily news show. Some topics are meaty. Some are just uh, worth a small chat. Yeah, we're just getting to that point where it's like, okay, the channel's gotten to a great size, but what do we do if we don't have like a hot topic or like a big central thing to talk about? Like, what the frick do we do? Right? Like, we gotta go live. I can't not go live because there's no news, even though some days I kind of like that would be easier. It wouldn't be smart though. <laughs> you gotta if you're gonna if you want that daily audience, you, you gotta be live daily. But you know, we're just we're in that position where like it's just kind of tough to put in two to three hours in a show and barely crack two thousand views. It's like, man, that feels like such a waste of time, but that's the nature of being a live streamer with gaming news. We can't create interest. We can only ride the interest when it's there. So the goal is consistency and value. Even on the days where the news is light, we're like, well, let's make the show as good as possible so that people show up even if they're like, well, there's nothing really happening or I don't care about Max Payne, but the show's so good, I show up anyway. So... Mm-mm-mm. People can't pirate stuff in one country and say, hey, it's legal here. Yeah, yeah. The, the only way to get around that, Eugene, is if they're if they're housing it and distributing it on servers and domains that are like outside the jurisdiction of the complaining of the complaint the the plaintiff, I guess, right? So like if there's an American owned and operated development company and they see their game is being distributed on some website. If that website and server and all of that, if none of that is supported by anything under American jurisdiction, it probably gets a little dicey, right? You got to find somebody somewhere to pull the trigger to shut it down. 
I like the organic nature of it. You already pivot to different topics and tangents as needed. Might as well embrace it. I'm here for the conversation and personalities. I mean, I appreciate that. I think on days like today, that's literally all we're getting. I don't think we got this monsoon of people that are like, oh, the Max Payne remake. Let's go debate that. That's not like a thing. So, it, you know what I mean? It's We're generally doing audience and fan service of hey I want my daily show man you gotta go live you know when the when the when the news is light it's like well the fans I don't like using the term fans the the patron supporters and listeners like you gotta go live for them you know and then when something big hits something big hits like look at Reforge Radio right like we're not gonna have Will Smith slapping Chris Rock happening on every Sunday night and go and go live Monday afternoon and have a huge day because of it, right? That's not it's not always going to happen. Alan Wake Two will be great. Also, Sackboy: A Big Adventures stream database. Maybe the next PC game from Sony. Oh, really? Sackboy's Big Adventure could be the next one we get. Generally, though, wherever it's hosted will comply with the American company's request, and we would do the same. It's why China gets so much flack over this. They refuse to enforce foreign company copyrights. Really? I've never played a Max Payne game in my life, but you could have me interested in slug... Slug racing? Slug racing? That's why those big torrent sites were hosted where they were. Those governments were generally refusing to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Question is, that's not what the question command is for, Mithrax, and I need to fix that. That shouldn't work. Hang on. That shouldn't have worked for you. I have to adjust that. The question command is uh, is members only now. And the reason for that is those questions will be answered on Thursdays in the Thursday throwdown and no reforge radio is not members only it's not the only show on reforge radio that's members only is Friday afternoon with Madam Crumpet my wife will give you an opportunity to ask her questions about everything we covered that week so reforge radio will still be very much like this you know 90% of its content is totally free Mm-mm. your shows are fun to tune into that's what I was trying to say what's up with YouTube all the videos are marked free now don't need to know what's free we only need to know what's paid what do you mean It's it literally says the word free on the video where I'm not seeing that anywhere where are you seeing this are you on mobile or something Mo? I don't see the word free. I see if anything is is designated as members only. Um, But I'm not seeing the word free anywhere. Uh, On movies? You're on mobile? Alright, hang on a second. So you're on mobile and it's labeling videos as free? You're talking to me? Oh, sorry. It wasn't Mo that said it. I saw Mo's name in chat. Robert said it. Hang on a second. Duh. Where are you seeing free? 
I'm not seeing that. I'm on I'm on gaming right now and I don't see the word free anywhere. Oh, he put a screenshot. Oh, multi-family financing with Julian Gordon and MC MG the mortgage guy free. That's yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Like, let me just scroll through my suggested videos. Yeah, I don't see the word free on any of my suggested videos like that. That's super weird. All right, let me click on Max Payne and then suggested videos below it. Yeah, that might be something new. I'm not seeing that. That's weird. I wonder if the channel is dictating that somehow. All of my suggested videos are that. Yeah, none of my suggested videos say free on them. Even videos that are my own videos that I know are free don't say free on them. YouTube smart apps and TV shows show free for certain movies with advertisements. The better question is, why is that like button not clicked? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need 30 more likes to hit 300 likes, man. The likes and the poll engagement has really, really, we've seen a direct result. We know that helps the these live vids. And we're we're still we're still having a hard time like we've a lot of this is because news news has dried up um and so we're staring we're staring down a autoplay views in the home feed will now be treated as views when determining CTR this might change your reported CTR well, then we should be seeing much better results. <laughs> <We're>... Okay. <laughs> Maybe that hasn't happened yet. Autoplays are supposed to be counting as views. Uh, we should be getting significant better results then. Are the new vids members only to watch? I don't feel like I I don't feel like this has been this has been I don't feel like I'm being confusing about this. I'm going to I I feel like I've been clear, but just in the event that I haven't been clear, the only videos that are members only is Friday nights with Madam Crumpet and an extra stream on Thursday afternoons. That's it. So the Friday night stream is now members only and an extra stream on Thursday. And when we head over to Reforge Radio, it's very similar. The only thing that is members only is Friday afternoon with my wife. A Q&A session with her. That's it. Nothing else is members only. Literally. Like, not a stream. Like, Monday through Friday, this channel's getting two streams a day, and none of that's members only. It's extremely limited to to, 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 to very in very few things a week are, are, uh, are members only. VOD members only, right? So when Friday night is over, the VOD is members only. Yes, it retains that. 
Because what would happen is if it wasn't, it would hurt the channel. We'd go members only on Friday night and then flip it over to being a public video and you'd, YouTube would be like, this video sucks. Right? I didn't know that was a thing on YouTube. That's dope. Yeah. The only thing that confuses me is why are people confused? <laughs> now I gotta mouse my mouse over to the other screen and click a button. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Uh, uh, so instead of two vids on Thursdays there's now three yeah there's an extra video on Thursday and we just decided that Friday nights was a really easy transition like Hilly just stepped away from Friday nights we brought Madam Crumpet my wife into Friday nights and I was like that should be premium content you know what I mean you're doing 16 streams in 5 days well we'll be doing 17 streams now in 5 days Three of those streams will be members only. Fourteen of those streams are totally free. Right? I think you're going to need some construction paper and crayons. No, 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 no. People could be confused because it's Monday. I know I needed a lot of coffee today. Yeah. Well, we've never done members only content, so it's understandable that people are like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Am I going to be losing my daily radio show? Like, am I going to be losing my daily content? You know? Why did Hilly step away? So it's a time zone difference. So in order for Hilly to play with me on a Friday night, he's staying up till three and four and five in the morning and drinking. And then Saturday, his Saturday is very similar to my Saturday. It's like, it's a day to spend with the family and he's starting it incredibly sleepy and probably slightly hung over. So it was disrupting family life, which is far more important than laughing with me on a Friday night. So it ran its course he helped me get through a pretty dark year and a dark time and Friday nights was something that I could always look forward to and you guys could always look forward to and and you know it, it, it was a bummer but also you know like it was the perfect time for Madden to you know get woven into the content like it lined up really well because I was we, we literally had just had my wife step in on a Friday night because Borderlands was coming out and I wanted to play Borderlands with her I'm sorry tiny tina wonderlands and it was like it was perfectly timed it was like she just sat down did a friday night people loved it so let's just have her take over and step into that uh you know what i mean step into that that role off topic says sway but my wife says thanks for all the good laughs this morning she texted me from work she says she's still laughing about the horn and the camp shenanigans that's good that's good to hear swayed that was that was funny uh, Matasbo with half a year of support, six months of membership. I'm going to head up the Potato Squad on Friday. Double dip. Yes, don't forget. Once a month is Community Game Night. If you're ever curious what the game night is for the month, you can come in and use the command Game Night. And uh, that'll be a members only. It uh, Different time sucks. The radio streams are like 2 a.m. Yeah, you can always go watch the VODs, though. That supports the channel when the VODs get good traction. Like today, this this video, this live stream is going to end with maybe sixteen to seventeen hundred views, and when that catches catches more views on the VOD and it crosses over into to a new viewership milestone, like that's really helpful. That's really helpful. So, I just told Lono that I'm streaming with Doctor Disrespect on Fridays now. <laughs> yeah, Hilly made it to the big times. Hilly made it to the big times, but he. He lied and told me it was because of familiar. It was because of his family. <laughs> uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, can't do it." 
Can't do it. <laughs> uh. hmm. Borderlands Wonderland. Will he make guest appearances? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be times where he can come back. Yeah, for sure. For sure, there'll be times where he can come back. And, you know, if it lines up, like if his fam's out of town or if he's got family coming to town and gets permission, you know, from from the wife, from the old wifey, you know, to, to jump on and, and, and to play, then yeah, we, we, would, we would love for that to happen. You know? Poll is 50-50 split. Yeah, yeah. Max Payne remakes. Are you interested? 50-50 split down the middle. And uh, we're nearing 300 likes. We only need 13 more. He needed to attach his anchor to a larger ship. How else are you supposed to know how good you are as an anchor? Anyone can anchor a dinghy. <laughs> takes a real life. Takes real skill to anchor a yacht. <laughs> we will require a super chat to Lono over a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you're setting the bar too low, Hilly. You're gonna come back every week if that's all. If that's the bar, somebody will do that once a week. <laughs> Game night command not working. Commands can't have spaces, sorcerer. I think you put a space when you did it. I love those games. I had a bail on last night's Friday stream. Any more Lego Star Wars coming? I think this week, yeah, we'll do more. We'll do more. We're going to experiment with playing that game the way that it's designed. I don't think you're supposed to play the new Star Wars uh, Lego game, the Skywalker Saga. I do not think you're supposed to play that game linearly. We kept playing it linearly, and I think that it it does. it's not built that way. You're supposed to get to a new area and just explore every square inch of it. And when you play it in a linear fashion, it's not very enjoyable. You're literally just going from loading screen to loading screen to loading screen. And then finally you're on a mission. I don't think that's how they want you to... It's not how it's built. They're not telling you how to play, but certainly a game can be built in a way that sort of directs you to play in a particular way. I'm a blanking devil with a $2 tip. These devs are lazy and have run out of ideas. Sad. Um... I don't agree with that take at all. Remedy is currently working on a potential multiplayer thing for Control. Control was an original IP that was excellent and got plenty of awards. They're also working on a brand new IP that we don't we don't know what it is. They're doing something with Alan Wake. They're doing a sequel. They're, and then, then they're going to be doing this rem- remake. They might be, according to rumor, working on a Doctor Strange game. So... I don't think there's any evidence for your opinion. I think there's evidence to the contrary with Remedy in particular. Like, I don't think they're doing a Max Payne remake because they're lazy. They're doing a Max Payne remake because somebody wanted to pay for it. Like, that's pretty much the, 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 the long and short of it. Somebody said, listen, we want a Max Payne remake and we're going to pay you to build it. You know, we think we can get an ROI on this product. And we, especially after what they did with Control, it'll... It'll probably be a perfectly good game. 
Oh, I was trying to pop my back. I can feel it. There's a pop, like, right there. Right there. I believe he meant Rockstar. Yeah, but Remedy's the one doing it. Like, I, the, the official announcement was that... I mean, I can go back up and read it. Remedy and Rockstar Games have announced they will be remaking Max Payne and Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne. So... Rockstar Games. Isn't Rockstar acting as the publisher in this announcement? They are a publisher. Rockstar Games is an American video game publisher. Now, they publish and develop some of their own games, don't they? Like, who develops for them when it's when it's their game? Do they have their own in-house dev? Like, dev studio? There needs to be some high-quality Marvel-based games. Guardian of the Galaxy was fine, but not great. Guardians of the Galaxy won awards, though, so I don't know, man. I, it... I, I know Avengers was really disappointing, but... Is it going to be a collection? No, it'll be a collection. They'll come paired together. They have Rockstar North. Right, so in this in this relationship, Rockstar is... Fu- the, the news pressings that I read, this felt like something that Rockstar was pushing for, or at least like, hey, we want to finance this. They wear a few hats with their own by Take-Two. The Avengers story was great. I... The... The Marvel Avengers game, the story was great? I I don't know. I only played the Black Panther thing and I I I didn't I didn't feel that way at all. I thought it was extremely mediocre. Um yeah, Guardians was great. Guardians was really really good. There was a story <laughs> Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was a great story. Didn't they win? A, they won awards for their story, did they not? The real question, who will be the face of Max Payne? Expect Payne to wear his fourth face in 20 years. I bet you they make him really grizzled. Like, I bet you they make him really grizzled. Like Half, you know, scruffy beard, you know. Maybe make him look a little bit older. They're gonna they're gonna make him look a little bit I mean maybe a little bit darker. The members only Friday stream should also include those badgers you purchased. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried to play I tried really hard to play the Avengers game and I couldn't even get through the campaign, says Nevitz. Rockstar Dundee, Rockstar India, and Rockstar International. Gee many Christmas. The only thing that was wrong with Avengers was the looter stuff. The story was great, though. Guardians was great. If they made the Avengers uh, that was single-player story-driven, I'm all in. Yeah, I, I... I don't think Avengers was purely just, like, loot problems. Like, I don't know. I it, I felt like that game got, got blasted pretty quickly for not being very good. Right, like it. It wasn't like a. I don't know. It. It didn't feel to me like this sort of. Oh yeah, it was a pretty. It was a pretty good story, but uh, you know, they just they just dropped the ball on the loot. 
I feel like that game got shredded like instantaneously for just not being a very good game. And I felt like some of the some of the shredding was 100% based on story quality. You know, people were like, "No, man, I, I don't I don't think this is a very good game." No, it was the looter aspect. Yeah, but I thought like instantly the game was getting bad reviews and bad scores didn't the loot stuff get discovered later like their ongoing live service plans didn't work out all that well and that was related to what you're saying that was related to the looter aspect like the looter aspects of it were not were not thought out well i thought in the immediacy of its launch people were like this is just a bad game the characters are uninteresting and bland you know the 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 voice acting is bland. Like I don't know. I I thought it got I thought it got pretty shredded from the top to the bottom. I didn't think it was purely just the looting aspects. I don't. I wonder if I look it up right now. Do they break it down uh, on the Metacritic? Do they break down like how people rate it? Marvel's Avengers Metacritic. A 68 from the Metacritic reviewers. A 3.3 from the audience. Um, Do they have breakdowns of like like campaign and, and everything else? No, they don't. I don't know. It's really hard for me to believe that this thing got this shredded just because the loot aspects were bad. A 3.3 from the audience, a 66 from the reviewers. Its PS4 version got a 5. The PS5 version got a 5.8. I don't know. I'd rather see a new entry in Jack and Daxter, and I'd really like to see a new Sly Cooper. The latest Ratchet and Clank was a new story. The remake, uh, they remake was the movie tie-in thing. The main campaign is the highlights as Omar. Endgame is trash. Performance was bad. Combat was solid and the skills were great, but there was nothing to apply it to. Well, how, how short was the campaign? It must have been, it must have been pretty short and inconsequential for it to get absolutely shredded by the reviews. Like, it's, it's not even a blip on the reviews. It's like, yeah, I mean, you can say the campaign was good or great, but the reviews are acting like there was almost nothing redeemable in the game at all. It's getting anywhere from a 3 to like a 5. 15 to 20 hours? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough that's a tough sell. A 15 to 20 hour campaign and it scored as poorly as it did. That makes me think that the campaign is 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 hurting too. A Skull and Bones remake. <laughs> Skull and Bones isn't even out yet. Guys, I think we really need to be asking for a Skull and Bones remake. 
<laughs> Omar saying under 10 hours, I'd say. The first 15 to 20 hours are irrelevant if the game is supposed to provide hundreds of hours. 15 to 20 hours, geez, I played 10 hours and then just checked out. Excuse me. I mean, I mean, I could see that. I felt like Division 2 had a really good campaign. And then when I got to the end game of the Division 2, I was like, the frick is this? This is dumb. This is poorly built. So it's not beyond, it's not beyond the scope of reason or possibility that, you know, they... They, at- they attempted something that other games have attempted. You know, wow people on the front with a good campaign and there's nothing on the back end. Division 2 had an end game, <laughs> right? Then again, I play games differently than most folks. I try to get everything in the game. Talk about a good game with a very short campaign, The Order 1886, really beautiful game. Oh, I remember that. Wasn't that game? Wasn't that game's campaign like four hours long? Like it was really short. I had 58 hours on Avengers and that was end game done at the time. Yeah, see, that's crazy to think that you did end game and you got the end game sort of done and completed 60 hours. It's so funny how our expectations of a live service game that was one hero fully upgraded. We need six more likes for 300 likes, guys. We have another talk show coming up about the Halo Infinite Season 2 details as well as some Joseph Staten tweets. Also, Metroid Dread Boss Rush and Returnal finally bagged a game of the year and I want to talk about why I think it happened. So that'll be our second talk show of the day. I am going to quickly run upstairs and use the restroom. I was supposed to be running ads on the hour this week to experiment and I didn't do it um, just to see what it does to the show and audience reception. I am going to run ads because I'm going to go upstairs. All right, I'm going to use the restroom. When I get back, we'll be switching over and doing redirect to a new stream, new talk show, new topics, new things to discuss and break down. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the second show. If you enjoyed this show, consider doing a membership. We have added membership initiatives, a Friday night stream with my wife, a once a month community game night, and a Thursday extra stream on the afternoons for question and answer uh, and a members only breakdown of like things I might think that we don't cover. All right. And don't forget this afternoon over on Reforge Radio, we'll be talking about Will Smith seemingly getting pretty severely canceled, banned from the Oscars for 10 years and losing movie deals. We'll be breaking that down on Reforge Radio. So don't go anywhere. More gaming news and discussions coming up. I'll be right back.
Oh. All right, I'm back. All right, let's get this second stream going. Okay. Share, copy. Accessing main program, yeah. Accessing main program. Accessing main computer. Accessing. Please. <laughs> I hate this hack of crap. All right. Uh, let's do a retweet. All right. Let me get it in. Discord and the poll. Glad you came back to that. Ah ah ah. Access main security systems. Access main program. What's he say? He says so many different things. Even Nedry knew not to mess with the Raptor pen. <laughs> Even Nedry knew. Don't mess with the Raptors, baby. Alright, there's a link in chat just in case redirect doesn't work. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News. And we're going to try something a little bit different. We're going to cover multiple topics. Halo Infinite Season 2 details as well as some tweets from Joseph Staten. What do those tweets mean? We'll also be looking at the announcements and the release of the Metroid Dread boss rush. What do you think? Is this enough to make you maybe come back to Metroid Dread? It was maybe a little too tough for some people and very different than what they were expecting. Lastly, Returnal finally wins a Game of the Year award, and I'm extremely excited, and I'm going to talk about why I think it took this long. We'll be breaking all that down in this episode. I'm going to bring everybody over from 